The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Today is June 27th, June 26th. Tomorrow will be June 27th. Bryce Harper is hurt. The Cardinals lost two of three to the Cubs. I'm ready for the NFL. You're right, I mean, Jack Flaherty's hurt. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. We'll get to it later. Well, that's where I'm standing right now. Uh, there's a whole lot of other shit going on in this country. We're, as you all know, we, we do not make political statements. Try to stay out of that as much as, as we can. However, it would be remiss if we didn't tell everybody out there that we're thinking about them and all the ladies in our lives, we got your back. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't love to make political statements too often, but um, it was obviously a significant event and... There's a lot of people that are unhappy right now in the country. So it, it seems like there's a lot of people out there who feel like they know a lot more than us, so we're going to let them yell as loud as they can. But uh, just to let you all know, we stand in solidarity. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not um, educated enough to act like I can speak better on the things than they can, so I'll let them do it. Yeah, I think we're both more educated, but that's all right. No, I'm talking about the people protesting. Oh, I was talking about the people on TV. Oh, no. I'll, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Fair. All right. Anyway, uh, Matt at the Cardinals. Bryce is hurt. Um, Jack, we, we don't know what's going on there. Uh, all of Mo's signings uh, suck. I'm telling you, when does the SEC start? I, I'm, I'm in baseball season still. I, I, I really love a lot of the players on this team. And I think we should get more into it. Um, let's, Cardinals lost a well, that, series that to the Chicago Cubs. That, yeah. can't, that can't happen in a normal season really at home in, in June, even if the Cubs are, are decent. You don't want to lose a series at home to them. But the Cubs are a bad baseball team. Let's just be honest about it. They're, they're a really bad baseball team. And I'm getting really sick and tired of seeing all these people say, well, the Cubs play the Cardinals harder because um, of the rivalry. Well, then shouldn't the Cardinals play the Cubs harder? And if we have some logic here, if the Cubs are playing harder and above their potential and the Cardinals are playing harder and above their potential, guess who's still the better team? The Cubs are 17 games under 500. Just they're, they're 12 games back of us. Just to put it in perspective, 17 games under 500. They get absolutely destroyed everywhere else they go. It's not uh, even like let's, close games. Let's talk about it a little bit. Obviously, I mean, we can get into the Brewers series. Look, we t- I, I told you last week, it feels like every four-game series between us and the Brewers is going to be a split. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, I feel like we are the most evenly based team, or matched teams in the league. And here is my concern. My concern is if Jack is hurt, which obviously he is at least... Sore. He's at least not right. Right, correct. Um, and no one outside of the big three, and I'm going to throw in, I, I am a big Zach, I've become a big Zach Thompson fan. Uh, I saw Goulds and I retweeted his tweet that it was not fair that he got a loss in that game, uh, but he did. Uh, Junior Fernandez looked really good this weekend. Oviedo, we don't, I, hey, he's been good here and there. I still think we don't know with him, but we cannot trust anybody that Mo signed. That's what I'll tell you. No, and it's it goes. It's just so frustrating to see the same thing happen over and over again. And I've been I I don't love all the Ollie Marmol hate because he doesn't have much to deal with. I mean, much to go with when in terms of pitching options. But in that game, not to go with Jake Woodford for a long relief appearance makes almost no, next to no sense. I don't know. I don't know what they have against Jake Woodford. But something weird is happening with Jake Woodford in this organization because this is multiple times where he's performed well, been sent down, or when he's here he's not even used, 
And I don't know what's happening with that, but yeah, they, there needs to be they, they, we need to get reinforcements. Like this team, I saw a tweet today, just now, and they said the best way I can describe describe the Cardinals is a Lamborghini with two flat tires. It, and as long as, as go go ahead, I'm it does stop. feel that way. It does feel that way. Um, it, it is just so frustrating when you see when you see the signings that we had for this team. And I went through it last time, and I'm not going to belabor the point. It's not my job to kick people while they're down. However. Uh, six off-season signings, all of them negative wars, adding up to a negative almost three war at this point. At, at some point, somebody, and I don't know, maybe it has been asked, and I've missed it, and they've cut it out of the press conferences, but somebody needs to ask Mo, Mo, what happened? These were six guys that you went, that you personally thought were going to make the team better. All of them have actually made the team worse. And how does Jake Woodford get uh, an assignment over Nick Whitgren any day? Yeah, and I also... Don't underststand. I mean, there's that. I don't think they're asking him questions. He doesn't hold press conferences. All the interviews I see are Jim Hayes. That's fair. Yeah, well, that is fair. So why why do we not? And I like Jim Hayes. I'm not trying no, to him. No, agreed. But I, I don't understand why he's not holding press conferences. You got Ali Marmol out there basically answering for your mistakes every single game. Well, we saw. Would you like to go ahead and comment on Ali's comments after the game? Yeah. So I actually have it. I'll pull it up real quick. But I have the. I tweeted it out because I was watching and I wanted to have the direct quote. And I just want to save it. So when asked about uh, if this team needs pitching help, correct? Uh, who, who asked the question? I couldn't tell. I think it was John Denton, who okay. writes for the Cardinals for MLB.com. Yeah, correct. And he, he, this was his direct quote. He said, depending on what we think about Jack, the answer would be yes. So, And that was when asked if they need another starting pitcher specifically. And it was specific to with a, um, not in the organization is how the question was asked. So one – Ollie could be fired here in the next coming weeks. But two, <laughs> I mean, if he, it seems to me, and he's done this a couple of times in press conferences, he is basically begging for help. Yes. Because not only is Ollie's a young manager, this is his first year, but on top of that, he doesn't, I don't think he knows what to do. Like, he's putting guys in, hoping something works. And Junior Fernandez, thank God he's done well. But my God, how bad could some of these games have gotten if he didn't do well, which is what we're used to saying from Junior Fernandez. So I, I, don't, I don't know what else. You can even say, like, he need, we need help. I tweeted out the other day, I think you can make a logical uh, argument that every one of the free agent signings, if they were off, the t- could be DFA'd, and the team would be dramatically better. What would you say if I told you that over the last five games, each of, them, each of their war has gotten worse? That's what I'm saying. It's over a negative three now, combined. The only ones who is not getting worse is Dickerson, who got hurt. And Max. Yeah, and he's on his way back. Now, look, hopefully Matt's comes back and, and he says he feels good. I mean, I don't know what else he's going to say, but hopefully he – I mean, Jack said he felt good too. Hopefully he does because we do know that when Steven Matt's is healthy, he can eat some innings and he can give – he's going to have a blow-up game here and there. He's done that his entire career. But when he is healthy, he will eat innings. And, and I think that's what you have to hope. I'm not saying he's going to go out and give you seven every night. It's not what I'm saying at all. However, we need somebody to step up. It hasn't been Dakota Hudson lately. Honestly, I love him. It hasn't been Adam Wainwright lately. He did he did kind of help out, and I know Cincinnati owns him, and for some reason Milwaukee's hit him a lot lately. He had a tough matchup in Boston, but but he hasn't been great in June. He's given Ma- you a chance thank, to win every game all, he's pitched. He, I agree. I understand that, but what I'm saying is there's still a lot of hiccups. Miles, thank God for Miles, he's been so who was brilliant again yesterday. And we don't win any of the stars. First of all, Miles has to be an all-star. Yeah. So we have to start he's there. He's a young candidate like, right now. I mean, right there, he, well... I'm not saying he's in the top, running okay. for the top, but if there were votes right now, he'd get top five votes yeah. probably. Yeah, but I think without him, and, and obviously Pilate, 
who didn't get the win Friday night, but that's because Kyle Hendrick, Kyle Cy Young Hendricks got us. Again. He got his first quality start. So shout out! I want. I have something I want to run by you because this is interesting to me. I just thought of this. Even with Jack being out, when Stephen Matz is back, we have five starters. So what does it say about Ali Marmol, his faith in the guys we do have right now, that he still thinks we need to add another starter even when Matz is back? Because we will have we'll have five starters with Stephen Matz. Correct. So what's that say about what he thinks about the stars we have right now? I, I agree, and you know, I now here's the thing. I think there, you're, you're, there's a lot of gloating going on in the in the Twitter sphere with people saying, "See, I told you we should have gone out and signed starting pitching." The fact is, again, and I will go back to this. Look, Kevin Gosman, Max Scherzer, Rondon would have been my guys, right? But they they didn't get them, and so to believe that you were going to Rodon. go sign Rodon, Rodon, I apologize. I'm just making. I say yeah. Rondon. You said Rondon. My apologies, Rodon. Carlos, Carlos Rodon. Rodon. That's right. Yeah. Well, I got Angel. Angel. Well, there's a lot of Ron, Rondon. There's a lot of Rondons in that. Yeah. Okay. What? Either way, there's, Carlos there's Rodon. A, there's even a My Rondon. There's even a Rondon. That, there is. <laughs> who, well, he got. We gotta talk about him later. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, I I would have been all for those guys. They weren't going to sign those guys. So, and you weren't going again. You weren't going to go sign five other starters just in case no one signs those contracts. So, unfortunately, the worst case scenario has popped its ugly head. You had to hope, first of all, still don't understand this, the two-year contract for Verhagen. And, and you've said it, and a lot of people said it, and I hope he's okay, because if he really ha- is experiencing num- numbness in his fingers, that's got to be fucking scary. I mean, that was Josh Beckett. Like, you know, he had that issue. Stephen Strauss uh, was people. going through it right But now. if he did have, was it thoracic outlet syndrome? Yeah. Like, if that was a thing, and our, somehow our medical team missed that, or whatever, that's a problem. And then I have people on Twitter saying, oh, well, he should have told them. That's not his, his job. Their job is to know what who they're getting. Correct. And here and there's two ways you can go with it. He said he had it in the past. So one, either he they knew about it in seven two years. Right. Or two, they didn't know about it. And I don't know which one's worse. I don't either. But neither scenario to me sounds like anything good. And here's what Jeff Jones I was I could be wrong. <coughs> Jeff Jones or Derek Gould, one of the two tweeted this out. He said that they were smoke screening about signing Nick Martinez in an attempt to to get Drew Verhagen, and they thought that other teams were doing the same thing. That's why they snatched him up, and that's why they gave him two years. And it seems like it was only a smokescreen for us, like, and every other team actually just wanted Nick if, Martinez. If you remember, I also have tweeted out that uh, we did outbid ourselves, it felt like, on that. Like, that that to me is just shows the level of inept, inept, yes. inept, ineptness. So, yeah, I think that's a fair word. That, like, and Nick Martinez, by the way, been, been a very, very, good very solid. Very solid when, so far. When does it start? I just don't understand why we're, it's not louder right now. That's actually, what I don't understand. No, he's been pretty good. Why is it not louder right now? I I, I don't. Every know. fucking one of them suck. It's it's bad. I don't want to get to that point. But you, but you, you would think. But you would think. Well, but we have to, Kim, because that is that leads us to our problem. Because if you don't have all these guys, you have other guys in here who potentially could be getting out instead of using Nick Whitcren today. When you're up five to nothing, which by the way, offense, do your fucking job and score some more runs. The Cubs bullpen is terrible. Matt Swarmer just gets shelled by everyone else but us. And so does who? Uh, who is the other guy? Michael Givens. Michael Givens. Also, David Robertson very good this year. Agreed. So his that inning was horrible, but the uh, the other guys you shouldn't. We shouldn't have scored ten runs today. And coming into the game, that's a game where if you're the offense, you have to know that you're down Geo, you're down uh, Helsley, Cabrera's on on what we assume is the COVID list that hasn't been confirmed. But you come out in the first, you score a run. You come out in the second, you score a run. You come out in the third after Jack gets, gets um, told he's not going to go back out for the third inning. And you hit three homers. And then you go from the fourth to the tenth inning and don't score one run. 
And guys, we do get Pablo Lopez and Sandy Alcantara this week. Alcantara. Alcantara. Alcantara? Is that Alcantara? No. I've heard it pronounced both. It hasn't been pronounced both. He said Alcantara in this press conference. So I'll but that's not it. what you said. I said Alcantara. So what is it? Alcantara. Alcantara. If he, I thought you said he just said Alcantara. No, I said Alcantara. I think you're making it's Alcantara. I think you're gaslighting me right I'm now. not. But um, I've heard Alcantara. I don't like Here's it. the thing, though. That's going to be tough, but, I mean, are we going to do much different than we've been doing now? We probably just won't score against them. Yeah, rough series. Look, you split the, the four bad with series. Milwaukee. This is ta- like, Horrible this is series. bad baseball. This is the worst day of Cardinal news we've gotten in a while. I mean, look at what happened today. The, the Brewers won. We lost, which means that we are now in second place. Um, we lost a two-game series to the Cubs, who just suck. They just suck so bad. I'm just, well, I don't it was three-game series, but we lost two of three. We lost two of three, sorry. Yeah. We blew a 5 nothing lead. Flaherty got re-injured, and our offense just went missing. Yeah. Um, are you massively concerned, as I am, about Harrison Bader's uh, like at-bats? Concerned? No. This is what I expect him to do. <laughs> okay. I'd be concerned if I thought he was going to come out and win a silver slugger, but wow. I, this is what I expect of Harrison Bader. How long can you... Con- Look, he's not playing the defense that he did last year. The no, stats bear it out. I know, but it, it's still the I'm eye just, test. I'm just asking. The eye test doesn't I, necessarily bear I, it out. I, I know, but the the stats do not bear it out. So what, like, what do we, like, I, mean, I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's hard to justify continuing to put him in there. I mean, 224 in his last 15 days. You know, this last week he looked, I thought he He just doesn't worse. hit the ball very hard, ever. He's 095. He's uh, two for his last 21. Not good, and it's just... He's he's streaky. We know that about him. He'll go on a stretch with three homers in a week. It'll be like, oh, Harrison Bader's OPS has jumped up fifty five points in the last day, or something crazy. But yeah. but you cannot. It, it's just he's an automatic out right now. It seems and he's not hitting anything hard. And normally, when you have a guy that's as fast as he is and as electrifying on the bases as he is, you know, you kind of just say put the ball in play, you know, and see what happens. And to be fair to him, he is only three percent below league average right now, so it's not like he's having a horrible year, in OPS wise. But um, he just—it's just—he's not bringing much value to the team at all. Like you put Dylan Carlson in center field, and is it a drop off defensively? Sure, it is, but that by a ton, I don't think so. Do you? Well, here's the thing too, and I don't know. Like you did see Corbin Burns last week. Yeah, that's. But but Hauser has not been good. Did we face Lauer's him? not been good. Chichi Gonzalez, Kyle Hendricks has been terrible. Now I know I understand for some reason he was the Cardinals. We then who did we get yesterday? Because today was Mills. Yesterday? I don't um, even remember who it was. But it was somebody who's not... Oh, it was the guy in the bullpen. Been in the bullpen all Samson. year. Samson. Yeah, there it is. So, over the, last, hard, over the last seven days... I mean, it's hard to win when Gorman is hitting 214 with 10 strikeouts. And four of those hits are in one game. Uh, Lars, 273. Obviously not a ton of uh, bats. Bader, 095 with eight strikeouts. Carlson, 190 with eight strikeouts. And Tommy, 133 with nine strikeouts. You're not going to win baseball games with those four guys. Those are four of your top six guys in your lineup. Well, Bader, either way, you He's understand what I'm saying. Player. And honestly, Goldie, two fifty though. And I, no, I that's going to happen. No, I honestly, what I'm it's saying like is when they all go pitch. that way, it's not like you faced some of the pitching you faced in the back and the and or that you're about to face soon because we have Milwaukee where we get Alcantara. No, Miami. L- I mean Miami. Alcantara, Lopez. Then we get Philly. We could get Nola, Wheeler, Eflin. I mean, it's not going to get easier. And the Cubs have Tampa, which that, I mean, the Brewers have Tampa. But then they get the Cubs and the Pirates for like nine straight games or eight straight games or something like that. Yeah, uh, you have to beat 
the lower tier teams and then take your chances against everybody else because we haven't played it well against everybody else. So if we're going to lose to the lower team tier teams, this is going to be a long rest of the season. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying the stats would say if that happens, we're in trouble. I think the biggest problem, and Brendan Donovan, by the way, he's been striking out a lot lately too. It's been like the Ks have gone up. It's like they saw that they were towards the bottom in the league in K rate. And then they just decided that they all wanted to strike out a lot. Yeah, line. Donovan's seven Ks in the last week as well. It's weird. And they've all been like bunched together. Yep, it's seven Ks. Like, yeah, you're right. I mean, um, Arnado, four, Goldschmidt, six. Like, it, it does appear. Um, the offense has gone cold. And here's the, and here's the biggest, the most frustrating thing about, about this team right now is we go back to the Boston series. The problem was the bullpen. Just flat out. The bullpen was horrible. And they were costing us chances to come back in games. But the offense was showing signs of life. You know, the Brewers series, first game, Corbin Burns, whatever, you can live with it. Right. Next two games, you played really well. Just, just show that they're the better team than the Brewers. They're better than the Brewers by a lot, at a lot of parts when, of baseball. When everyone's playing their game, yes. At, if, if both teams are playing at their max potential, the Cardinals are a much better team. I agree. Um, and then you come out to the fourth game, you lose, but they put up a fight in that one, too. They were, like, two feet away from two different home runs that would have won them the game. It was like Kyle Hendricks put some voodoo on that. Kyle Hendricks comes out and does that, and then... And then this series completely flips on its head to the point to where our bullpen stepped up big at times. I know Wickren was bad today. Everyone else came in and did a hell of a job yeah. today. Like, we can say Wickren, and I know Oviedo kind of helped that along. But everyone else did a really good, nice job today of keeping it where it was. And the, the whole series, the whole Milwaukee series. And then the offense stopped coming back. Like, you've got, you, can't, you can't have let's one all, part of your team right. failing you at all times. You have <coughs> to be you, able to hit on all of them. Could you be in any better spot going into the 10th, even though you're down or the 9th? Down one with Donovan, Goldie. It was the ninth. It was the tenth. That's why there was running on second base. Well, oh, you're right. Tenth. My apologies. Tenth inning with Donovan, Goldie, Nado. No, especially with Tommy on second base. You have to score a run there. Like here's the thing that I always equate that inning to. If you're in extra innings uh, before the Manfred rule and you're down one, and Tommy were to hit a leadoff double, you feel pretty damn good you're gonna come back and tie that Agreed. game. Agreed. So I, I don't know. And we got people online saying that they should have bunted. I mean, I I, I want it, but in that situation, because I'll take my chances with Donovan, Goldie, or Nolan, one of the three getting a hit, or at least one of them moving him over, another one getting a hit. But it, it those were some bad at bats. Donovan's at bat was dreadful. The thing that made me upset about that at bat the most, not to harp on it too much, was in that situation you're not looking for a walk. Like yeah, beginning walk to be fine, you get on right. base, but you're looking to get the runner over. That should be way, so. How do you get frozen on three two? And for I don't him to know. be upset about the call was yeah, odd. Yeah, that pitch was right down. Yeah, the middle. even if even if he does throw you a breaking ball that breaks out of the zone, roll it over. You get the uh, run of the third, and top, then Goldie would would have tied the game. Some gold, some uh, a couple silver linings, I guess. Uh, it's cool to see Avon Herrera get his first hit. Yeah, first two hits today. Yeah, yeah, he's hitting four hundred now. Uh, you you think he gets more? No. You still think they're going to go with Kisner as bad? I don't like the way Herrera's been calling the games. Today he was good. Today he was really good. Before that. The pitchers seem to not be on on the same page as him at all. Pallante, that he said he shook him off, shook him off a lot, and um, who am I? Dakota Hudson reverted way back to where he was um, with his pace and everything. So I still think Kisner's your guy. Like I've said this before, getting offense from a catcher position is a plus to me. It is nice, and with your offense struggling, you'd like to see that. Twitter hates him, but to be fair, I mean, Yvonne Herrera before the day was not doing well. And he faced some really, really tough pitchers. I mean, really bad pitchers today. So his two hits aren't going to make me catapult him into okay, that fair. lineup. I think that's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. Um, so we Miami comes in here, Wayno tomorrow night. That's the guy you want out there. Uh, but we need a vintage Wayno night. We don't need him to give up three runs in the sec in the second again. Miami not swinging a hot bat. They're not good. They're, n- they're not going to come out. Hopefully, 
and put up 10 runs on you. You you have to keep everybody in that game because Pablo Lopez is going to shove it right up your ass. You got to be ready to hit. He's going to be he's going to be good. He he he's just a good pitcher. He's really good. He has really good stuff. When pa- if Pablo Lopez is on tomorrow, it's going to be very tough to score. There are games, however, where Pablo Lopez's changeup splitter. I don't know what one it. It's one of the two. It's a changeup or a splitter. Uh, um, if I it's think not, it's a changeup. If he starts, if he's about. leaving it up, he's gonna he's gonna get crushed, and yeah. that happens sometimes. But if he's on and he's spotting it low and in, you're not you're not gonna hit him very hard at all. So, especially in St. Louis, like in St. Louis is not it's not an easy place to hit. Um, they're gonna have a tough time scoring runs tomorrow. So I'm not going to overreact if they have a bad game, but they got, they have to go out there and win tomorrow. I'm sorry. like Miami has a tough time hitting every game. Pablo Lopez being good should not be an excuse for you to go out to lose tomorrow. But to be honest with you, right now, the thing that's frustrating me so much is I don't even give a shit about their wins and losses right now just for the simple fact that this team is not complete. It's not a complete team right no. now. And no matter what we, th- what we think about their wins and losses, if they would have won the game today, it still would have been a shitty game that they should have destroyed the Cubs in. They, they've got to get better, or this stretch next week of the Phillies, the Braves, the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Braves, and then you get, you get easy end of July, but they could be looking, then, they could be, they could be looking up at a five-game deficit or lo- before or the bigger, All-Star break. Or bigger. And that's not far. That's, what, two and a half weeks away yeah. is the All-Star break? July 19th, like, right? July 17th? Somewhere in that area. Yeah, that, that's bad. Like, that could be, it could go really bad here soon. And if Mose Daylock doesn't do something and he waits till August 2nd, it could be too late again. Okay, let me ask you this because I, I think this is a heated debate on Twitter and throughout Cardinal Nation, I assume. Everybody's saying Mosellock has to do something. What is your answer? You go get a starting pitcher now and I don't care what it takes. Okay, so you, okay, so that's your answer because here's the thing, and I got into a, a discussion today, which it was a really good one, but um, every team knows that the Cardinals need pitching. Mm-hmm. Ollie went out and made it, like, made it clear. Yeah. So the price is going to be... Exorbitant, exorbitantly high for whatever you're going to get right now. Yeah. Way higher than what you wait get in August 2nd. I don't agree with that because you think about all the... I mean, that, that is it, true. It's true. It's true to an extent, but also, you say that, but if they don't, if they went to August 2nd, they're going to get outbid by everybody. I, okay, you're, I think that's not my point. My point is, if I'm Mosaic and I call, let's just say, Oakland for Frankie Montas, because that's who everybody wants. Yeah. The A's are going to ask for the moon, and they should. Yeah. And obviously there's going to be a negotiation. But if I'm the A's, I say no. I'm not dealing him right now because I don't have to. And this is what clubs are going to do. I don't have to deal him till July. I will have a bidding war. If I deal him to you right now, there is no bidding war. So they're going to ask for a Libertor or a... What, what, Gras, oh my God, I can't pronounce uh, his Graceffo. name. Graceffo. And, and a Burleson. And probably another guy. And a win. Right. Uh, that's so, going to be the guy that might have to go. That's what I'm... But so... You're you're prepared to get. I mean, I'll give a Mason one first order right now. I'm talking about the other guys too, or they're going to ask for a Libertor or a Thompson or or multiples of those guys because that's what they should do. Yeah. Because if they wait, they know that there might only be four or five starting pitchers on the market come July 31st through August 2nd, and the that price of our top three prospects or whatever they are, not top three because Jordan Walker's not going to be included in there. But you know, three of our top ten. Uh, three of top ten for another team might be way better than three of our top ten. No, we don't have the top farm system in the country. No, but, but now, we're not even close. No, the teams that have the top farm system aren't competing right now. Well, that's wrong. Tampa Bay has one of the top farm systems. Yeah, they're going to go trade for someone there. that's getting paid. I'm just saying what I'm. The Braves farm system is better than ours. They traded all of them. It's gone. It's it's not. They've restocked all and retooled. All those players are in Oakland right now. The Braves, all their players, I'm just already saying, traded to Oakland. Like if if I am a, a GM and I know the Cardinals need my ransom is going to be very high on June the twenty sixth 
way higher than it's going to be on all. And so, honestly, if you're Mo, you, either you are going to pay a, I mean, a massive King's Ransom. Well, we don't know that. We don't. There might be, that, here's the thing. What do you think is going to happen? If you're Oakland, they might be one player that they really want. And they're like, we want this guy. We think this guy can help us moving forward. A Mason Wynn type. And we want this guy. And maybe they won't let a deal fall through. Uh, with their only chance, maybe to get Mason Win, and they'll deal him, and maybe another mid-level prospect because they want that guy to restart their team. That's the possibility. There's stuff like that. I mean, that here's the happen. thing, dude. And it's not only Frankie Montas you get. There's even some guys like Herman Mar- Herman Marquez. I mean, we already know that the Rockies aren't the, the yeah. team that's going. Well, they do have a new GM. I don't care. They still sign. I mean, they, when they you look at Bryant. the top ten farm systems in the in the in the major leagues, the Giants. The Guardians, who could end up being buyers at some point, okay. uh, the Diamondbacks have already said we're not giving up yet. That we may we may have a shot at this. Yeah, the Mariners, you don't know where they're going to be. The Marlins, the Rays. That's what I'm saying. Like those teams have loaded prospects, and with Frankie Montas, if you're the Marlins or the Rays, you have a year control over him. So you might give up more to make a push this year, but also to have him next year. Look, I want Frank. None of those team, teams are going to do that. You, we have. No, I do know that the Marlins are going to risk their youth for a season that's lost. You're probably and that the right. The Rays aren't going to pay his arbitration saying, money. I'm simply saying those are all options, and those are all farm systems that are way better than ours. I I, I think our top end our top end talent in our farm system is better than almost every team. But you're going to have to give up three of them. No, I don't agree with that. That's never happened for a year and a half rental. I'm talking on June 27th, not maybe. August but 7th. here's the thing. I mean, and then, it, like you said, it's a bidding war. Maybe you have to the give up. The Willie Adams. They didn't give up their top prospects in their farm system. They gave up a lot, and it probably, and it hurt some of their parts of their team. But they still got Willie Adams, and guess how much he helped last year? A lot. Like you can go after. They're not how far they get last year? <clears throat> they won the division. Right after that, where'd they go? After they got Willie Adams, they got ten games ahead. Of I understand. That's not what I'm saying. Division. After that, where did they go? That's, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not even relevant at all. It what is. What I'm saying is Willie Adams got them into the division to win the division. Right. So a player like Frankie Montas could get us to win the division, and we need to get him now. I, they didn't wait till the deadline to go get I Willie Adams. I don't think Oakland's dealing Frankie Montas right now. That's I don't. What I'm I, that's not the. Because honestly, they don't even have to deal. They're the him. only one that brought they Frankie could, Montas. I, I get it because he's the prize. They have to deal him now, or they're not going to get as much as they will. They want. So you don't think that in July, when the Yankees get involved and the Red Sox get involved, and the uh, Dodgers get involved. No, I said they have to deal like this this year. They have to deal him now. Okay, but what I'm saying is we're not going to outbid those teams. I don't care to get if it's Frankie Montas. So who is the guy? I don't care. I don't, <laughs> it's not my job. Go get somebody but, with a pulse I guess that's that what, can throw strikes. That's How about what, that? That's what they did last year when they got Wade LeBlanc. No, go get someone with a pulse that's what they did last that's year. not dying down because of old age. So and they can throw strikes. All I'm asking, like, and I'm not trying to like start an argument here, but I'm being dead serious. They need to be a starting pitcher. Who? A good one. I don't give a shit. A good one. A guy who's good at baseball. Anyone who is okay. good at if pitching they, the ball, please. I, I, I am not in an argument here. We're is in the there, major leagues. Who, There's enough good okay, pitchers. Go, go around. Go around. Washington is not going to compete this year. Is there anybody on Washington you no, want? Okay. Um, the Cubs aren't dealing us anybody. No. Pittsburgh or Cincinnati. Let's not we, go we talked to, about Maley. No reason to go into the division. Okay. We're not so, getting Luis Castillo. Okay. That would be the guy. Um, Colorado, Herman Marquez. Daniel Bard. He would help the team a whole lot. But he's not a starter. I don't care. Get arms and the you can get out. Anyone, okay, anyone so, with a pulse. So, so Daniel Bard is a guy. He has like a one point nine. Well, David Bednar is a guy you want from. I from would Pittsburgh. love to. We're not getting him. That's a right. pipe dream. Right. So that's. That, I guess that's what I'm saying. Oakland Montas. David Bednar is a one point eight ERA. Kansas like City. Anybody you like in Kansas City or Detroit? I love Soto. I don't know if they're willing to deal him. Probably um, not. But and I know that his whip isn't great. Uh, they do have Michael Fulmer, who's had a really good year this year. That's an option, I think. They need to go do something. But and his name can't be J.A. fucking Hap. <laughs> well, what about John Lester or Wade LeBlanc? 
If we get any of those three, I'll kill myself. It, well, Cole Hamels is available. No, he's not. He's hurt. He says he's going to be available next year. Oh. And some, some dumb fucking GM <laughs> is going to give $5 million for the guy not well, to pitch. we know who it'll be. Not us, because we don't do that. We know who it'll be. We so, don't pay $5 million. That's too much. We'll pay $5 million over two let years. Let me ask you this. For a guy with thoracic let house and outlet <laughs> syndrome who hasn't had a good ERA ever in the major leagues. Let me ask you this. You get Matt's back, potentially at the end of next week. He was hoping the Philly series, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If, you know, I don't know. That. I know they want Hicks to come in this week and throw back-to-back games, and then he could be here by, if not the weekend. He'll be the here by. Week. I say he'll be here by the, the Brave series. Yeah. Probably. So you add Hicks to the bullpen, right? I mean, that if, if you're looking at Hicks, Cabrera, Gio, um, obviously Helsley, who has been probably the best pitcher in baseball right He's now by far, time close. You have who you you like Oviedo still in that role in there? Uh, he should be in the bullpen. And Zach Thompson. You'd like to kind of extend him down, right? And move so that him leaves you that leaves you two more spots in that bullpen. All right, um, that me that's your Whitgren, your McFarland, and your Verhagen. One of those guys has to get DFA'd. Well, legitimately, all three. But so what that means is Jake Woodford back to Memphis. That means Packy Naughton back to Memphis, which is fine. But okay, but here's what I'm saying. There, do you, I mean outside of Ty Wigington? I can't remember a time that Mo DFA'd a guy that he signed a one-year deal to. No, he doesn't sign many one-year deals, though, to be fair. I, like, what, what ones has he signed? I'm just saying. That's the only guy, and that's, what, 2012-13? So, I, I, don't, I don't foresee Mo DFA'ing with... Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Verhagen's probably out for the year, let's be honest. Okay. I don't see him coming back. If he's experiencing numbness in his fingers, that almost never means you're coming back. So, I guess my question, again, is this. Um, I, I don't, I don't. I, he I might not even have a choice to come. I'm so, I'm so flustered right now. Do you gotta go get some? I don't even care. I don't care what it takes. If it, I, I love Mason Wynn, and I want nothing more than I, for Mason Wynn to be a ten year long Cardinal and for him to be Trey Turner. But right now they have a chance to win games. And let's be honest, Paul Goldschmidt, he's having a great year. Okay. He's getting old and he's almost gone. I understand. I'm gonna say something that's gonna piss you off, and you're not gonna like, and you're not gonna want to hear. All right. I don't think the Cardinals are a World Series contending team this year. They're not right now. What I'm going to tell you is this. I would not trade Mason Wynn for Daniel Bard or bullshit. David That's Bednar. bullshit. Okay? That's, That's bullshit fine. because if they go and That's they fine. got a Frankie Montas type pitcher, That's fine. they can contend with any team in the National League. I don't believe that. They can. Who's better than them? Okay. The Dodgers line you're talking about a team who hasn't won moment. more than four games uh, in a row yet. That's, that's irrelevant, dude. It's not irrelevant. It is, because the Braves that, were under five hundred at this point last year. I, they won the damn World Series. Were they contenders at this point? No, they weren't. And guess what? They went out and they got guys, and then they won the World Series. Baseball's weird. Everyone who gets in the they, playoffs is a goddamn contender. What I'm telling you is they went out, and they also didn't deal a Mason win. They didn't deal one of their top three prospects. They dealt almost all their prospects that you But not one of their top three. All right? So I am not on board with dealing a, a young Mason win for a bullpen piece right now. I didn't say now, bullpen piece. Well, you said Daniel Bard. That's a bullpen Not piece. for Mason Wynn. I was talking about Oh, my God. Stop. I was talking about a starter. I want Daniel Bard, but I don't want him for Mason fucking Wynn. I'm not stupid. So who are you dealing Mason Wynn for? I don't know. A starter that you can get control over every side. I only gave you Frankie Montez. You've yet to give me another How one. Many, do you th- what do you think teams give up at the trade deadline? No. How well, many teams give up multiple Mason Wynn types at the deadline? Well, the no, Dodgers unless, did last year. They got year. Troy Turner and Max Scherzer. Right. They got the best, the second best shortstop in baseball, and one of the best pitchers. So if left. we're going to make a deal like that, I'm all in on dealing a. a they Mason find me Wayne. a Trey Turner, Max Scherzer combo on a bad team. I mean, I'm. How do we get Juan Soto? Oh, we give up everyone. <laughs> and even then, they might say no. So what I'm okay. I guess you're you're kind of making my point. I'm for not me. making your point. You are because I disagree. So with who do you, you give Mason Wynn up for? You tell me you don't see no, this. No, no, no. Answer team. the question. I said Frankie Montas. 
If you're going to extend him... But earlier when I said Frankie Montas, you said there's more... I, it's not just I said Frankie Montas. More. I said if you don't want to give up Mason Wynn, you have to go get him right now. You don't need a Frankie Montas. You need to go get someone that can get out and pitch five, six innings every time he starts. Six, or six but or you told... Oh, oh, my God. You're, can okay. you relax? You told me bullpen arms is what we need now. We need both. Because you just said we have five starters when, when Mats comes back. No, that's not at all. Okay, I did say you that. Did. But literally, I thought, no, stop. It's, I don't know if you don't fucking listen or if you're just dumb. But, <laughs> but well, my comment, what you said. My comment was we have start five stars with Mats comes back. What does that tell you about what Ollie thinks okay. about the rotation that he said this even well, with Mats coming last back? Last week you that told our listeners that Ollie doesn't make the lineup. So it's my guess that then Ollie doesn't choose the five most starters. Coaches don't, most coaches don't make that's the That's not true. That but it, either it way. It literally is. You but can go the, ask, but so, go ask anyone who actually plays but, but, so you're tell, Well, that's not a thing. Go ahead. All right. Because you're telling me that Terry Francona doesn't make his lineup? Terry Francona probably you're does. You're telling me that Dave Roberts doesn't make his lineup? Dave, I don't know. Probably not. No, they oh, have, shut they're up. They're one of the most analytically Buck ran. Buck Walter doesn't. The Dave Roberts is one of the most analytically ran right. teams in baseball. Which tells me so that he is doing those lineups. I no, still don't agree with that. No, guys. So why do say, hey, this is our best matchup. Do this. Why do you then think Ollie is going to pick the five who starts? I didn't say that. I said, what do that's you think? You, that, that's My what question Ollie, was, what do you think that means about like what Ollie thinks? Arguing with let the me wall. talk instead of interrupting me, please. No, because you're not making sense. Okay, well, then let me explain it if you don't fucking understand. What do you think it sa- I said, what do you think it mean it says about Ali and his pr- and what he thinks what he thinks about the starters we have right now if he thinks we need to add another starter with those five? I said what he thinks about the starters. That's confidence. That's not who he's gonna pick to start. That's so, not what I said. So but the point is, it doesn't you told me last week it doesn't matter what Ali thinks. Because other people are making the decisions. I've never said that. That's not a quote. You just made that up. It's I a paraphrase. That. You said he doesn't make the lineup. I don't so therefore he, he doesn't make the decision. I don't think he controls all the lineups. So you, you, you think he controls? You call him a damn puppet. Now you're so, arguing with me? So you think... Fuck? Oh, no, no, no. I want you to like make this make sense to me. I just did. If he doesn't make the lineup, how does he decide on the rotation? I never said he did. So then the five, no matter who he wants, those are the five that Mo has that in there. That wasn't the point of my question. So you're not going to go get a starter is what I'm saying. What do we have this conversation for? You brought the fucking quote. <laughs> I'm just telling you that that's that, that's what I'm saying. Okay? No, hold on. We're yes, going. yes, we do need another starter, and yes, I do believe that Ali doesn't trust the five that we have. But it doesn't matter. It's what I'm saying. But it has nothing to do with what I asked the question. I didn't ask you for your opinion on if it mattered or not. I asked you what the, you thought that meant about his confidence and our starting rotation. I get which it. is what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> I get it. But what I'm saying is, then you're not going to go get a starter that goes five or six innings. That's all I'm saying. Okay, then maybe we're not, but that's a different conversation it was than the same my conversation. conversation. That's a different conversation than oh. what I was talking about. Ollie's quote. Oh, I have a headache, guys. You brought up Ollie's quote. Why'd you bring it up? You didn't want to talk about it. I brought it up. Because that's what you wanted to talk about. You told me earlier. Yeah, because it's an important quote about how our manager feels about where our team is. So at. that's why I brought it up. This is my, ridiculous. My You're point. Being dumb. I'm, You're oh, not even making any sense. You calling people names is hilarious. Okay, well, yeah, but you being those names is even more hilarious because you're not making any sense. It's perfect sense. You if, just said the If you believe Ali doesn't make the lineup, then Ali's not going to set the rotation. I'm not saying he doesn't make any lineup ever. He might, and I don't know if he does. Most a lot of teams don't. You a told me teams, to ask any major. A lot of teams leader. are very analytical, and when I hear. That that all that Shilt was fired for philosophical differences. That tells me that Ali and Mo have a pretty good connection about what's happening on the field. Not you. Does it tell you that too? No. Then what was the point of the philosophical differences? <laughs> you you, you told us. You told me last week that you thought people appeared to not really like Shilt. I did, well, that is true. There's quotes about Jeff Albert and Shilton. Right, I think that there's your answer. But I think that there's definitely a more of a connection between the front office and the managerial office this year than has been in a long time. And I okay. think that was the point of hiring Ali. 
to go back to what I'm asking. You're not making any sense. I'm making perfect sense. Well, no, let's go back to what you no, said. No, 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 no. What you stop. said stop was it. that the Cardinals... I, I, I'm going to say, stop interrupting please me. Please stop being annoying. No one's listening to this. You said <laughs> the Cardinals aren't World Series contenders. I, if they not. go add to what they need to add, they are World Series okay. contenders. And nobody in the baseball world talking about the sport right now would agree with you because they've all said this Cardinals team is really good. Okay. All of them. Okay. That's an unbiased opinion. So I'm going me. to ask for the 472nd time, who can the Cardinals add... Then make them a World Series contender. They just need to get starters that can go deep in the games. Honestly. They need to get starters that can go give them quality innings every time they go pitch. There might be some blow starts every now and then, but they need to get starters and go out there and give them a chance to win every game. Because right now Dakota Hudson doesn't give you a chance to win every game. I love Jack Flaherty, but he's hurt, and when he was pitching, wasn't giving you any chance to win games, and we still won two of them somehow. And then there's other there's other guys out there that aren't giving you chances. The guys in the bullpen that we signed, they're not giving you okay. a chance to stay in games. Let me ask they're not you. keeping leads. They're not bridging okay. the gap to your elite guys. You need to go get guys that can do that. And if you get that, you're talking about probably eight to ten more wins okay. on this team right now, I, which would make them one of the best teams in baseball. I'm not arguing. Let me ask you this now. All right? If we have Wayno, Hudson, Miles, Matt, Palante, where does the next starter that you want that takes us to the next, like, where does he fit in there? As far as I'm concerned, Hudson should not be a starter. He hasn't earned it. So you believe the guy who had a two-point-something ERA until his last couple starts and was pitching very well. He wasn't. I told you. He this. was. No, he had a good ERA. Okay, either way. John Gantt. Actually, I saw you get into Twitter arguments about how no, well he'd been. No, I, he said and he was some guy said you're, no, you can't just point the ERA. No, some guy said he wasn't a good, he will never be a good pitcher. That's different than how okay. he's performing right now. So, so you believe they're going to put Dakota Hudson in the bullpen? Yes, I do okay. believe that was their plan. Okay, all right. Matt's coming back. So again, I ask one more time, and I guess maybe you have to do the research here. Outside of Frankie Montas, who's the guy I brought up, and you said there are others. I don't know who, and I don't know who in June. That's what I guess. That's my concern. That's why we got Wade LeBlanc go last somebody, year, man. You because I don't know who's. And I like I went back to my original point fifteen minutes ago. Sorry. Everybody knows this team needs pitching. Yeah. So you can't tell me that you're going to go make a good club-friendly deal to help this Everyone team. Everyone knew this team needed hitting, and we got Nolan Arenado for next to nothing. That, that was in the offseason, not in the middle of a season. We, oh, you mean when Nolan had more years left of control? He had you, seven know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and they didn't give up one one um, big prospect in that deal. You're telling me Frankie Montas with a year and a half left is worth more than Nolan Arenado with seven years left? Okay, what I'm saying is, control? literally, I watch MLB Central every morning. Frankie Montas's name is linked to about 12 teams. And you don't think Oakland knows that? There are good pitchers on every single team in baseball. I understand that. All I'm asking you, legitimately, give up, give our listeners I didn't a few do names. research on that before the thing, so you kind of throw me under a bus here. Okay, I don't sorry, have I did a, not mean to throw I don't you have under a bus bunch of names. I don't have a bunch of names just sitting here, but I, there are guys out there you can go get. And more importantly, there are guys out there that aren't the guys that are currently struggling okay. on this team. What I'm, And I will go back to what I said before, before we take our first break here. Um, I agree. There are guys out there, but I, I, like I said, I'm not trading a Mason win for just a guy. No, I don't. And I'm afraid me. that when you go to that guy, they're going to ask for, and maybe it's Burleson because it does appear like they have zero plans for Alec Burleson in no, this. Who had another and, and I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why I have to watch Harrison Bader strike out every single time or swing the first pitch. But he hasn't been great defensively. He brings a lot of we value to the a metrics. Team. He we brings look at the a, Dude, he's a gold glove winner last he's year. He's a zero defensive war right now. I don't I don't know how those sets are calculated. I don't Harrison either. I don't ba- do Harrison that. Bader brings a lot of value to the team. I'm, I'm guessing defensive war does not keep into account how many times he keeps runners 
from advancing because he gets behind the ball like outfielders other outfielders I, don't do. I thought it did, and so did UZR, and all of that stuff goes into there. But again, he's a one-war guy. Why don't? And you said this as we were watching the game. Why don't they call up Burleson and give him they a should. chance they over Bader? That's but all I'm, I'm giving, saying. You've argued with no, me. No, but I'm not giving up on. I'm not. I'm not giving up okay, on here's him either. What I'm saying. I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't understand why they play Harrison Bader. I fully get that he brings energy that nobody else on this team can bring. I fully understand that he plays defense like nobody else on this team can play. I fully understand that he can run the bases like nobody else on this team can run the bases. So I understand why they're playing him. I'm not going to act like I don't. But it is frustrating that when you have a guy raking down there, and you've seen how many of these young guys have come up. And been great, like been really productive hitters. Which, why you? But I. Do, but I'm not going to say. Which was my point. But I'm not going to say. I feel like it's, first off that it's a pain to watch Harrison Bader. It's not, and I'm not going to say and act like I don't understand that Harrison Bader Bader brings a lo- something to this team that nobody else on this team can bring, and that's energy that nobody else on this team has. Uh, Brandon Donovan around. plays with a lot of energy. He doesn't, no one, he doesn't no one Arenado plays no with one, a lot of energy. No one plays with the energy and the that's infectious. Fine. In the infectious way that Harrison Bader does to this team, that's but if fact. you're but if you're not but if you're not contributing, there is no correct electricity. Correct. But he also started out June really well and was a reason why we won two of the Cubs games, a massive part. So it's not like he's been bad the whole. I year. get it, but like I said, maybe it's Alec Burleson that you trade. I don't know. I, I don't know that. I'd be fully on board with Alec Burleson being gone because, as far as I'm concerned, he has no spot on this team moving forward. I, I think we've gotten to the point where Yepes has to DH every you're day. You're kind of banging your head against the wall. Here. That's it. That's what I'm saying. And that's, the, that's the frustrating like, that's part. That's kind of what I was trying to say to you. And I know you got frustrated. And I know you got mad and everything else. But that's all I'm trying to say. And I'm not trying to argue. I'm not. I'm not dumb. First of all, and I'm not trying to to, to interrupt you. But I'm telling you right now that the Cardinals are up against a wall. And everybody is screaming at Mo. And hey, there is a lot of things you can say about Mo. I don't know what you expect Mo to do right now. It is June twenty sixth. You have a lot of teams because of the extra wild card that are going to still look at it as we have a chance, whether you or I believe that they do or not. I mean, my God, Baltimore seven and three in their last ten. I'm not telling you they're going to make a playoff mm-hmm. run, but I'm going to tell you that unless there is somebody that they don't have long term plans, they're going to wait. Until they can get as much value out of that guy as possible. And June 26th is not the time. That's all I'm saying. So I don't, like, I'm not trying to, like, keep asking you and put you on the spot. But I am dead serious when I say who. I, I don't know. But also, you got to take into account that there might be fan bases that think they have a chance. The Marlins aren't trying to win this year. No one in the world believes that the Marlins are trying to win this year. No one. Derek Jeter left because they weren't trying to win. The, these teams, I these teams, there's probably 12 teams in the league that are adamantly trying to lose to get in the draft lottery. A lot of them. So, I, 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 that notion that these teams think they're in it, no, they don't. They don't want to be in it. I, I understand that's, that's that. Like there's a but, of those but, teams. but Miami also isn't dealing any other pitchers. They have nobody. No, no, they're right. not. So but that's, that's what I'm that one of the examples you so, brought up. So throw. No, I, I brought up Baltimore. No, just earlier you brought up Miami. But I, I don't. Baltimore doesn't want to be in it right no, now. No, what I'm saying is they don't have anybody to deal either. No, they. I mean, no, they that's, don't. That's 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 what I'm saying. Like, uh, there are when you guys look out around there. the league, the teams that are really bad are really bad for a fucking reason. They don't have any good pitching. So who like what like that's that's back to getting Wade LeBlanc, John Lester, and J.A. Happ. That's what you're looking at. Even if you go get a guy that can eat you innings, you go get a guy that can eat you innings. But you've got to go get someone that can be serviceable. I think your answer is what you talked about earlier. It's going to get two bullpen arms. Because like you said, Matt's is coming back in a week. I know that Hudson has had his ups and downs, and I he is mind-numbing. I The guy has so much talent. I don't know. I don't know if there's a mechanical flaw there. I don't know if it's Yachty not being there. I don't, because Yachty hasn't been there for, what, his last three starts? Who are you talking abysmal? about? Hudson. I don't know the answer, but he was pitching, he was getting you wins, and he was keeping you in ball games, even though it was mind-numbing to watch, and, and I understand that. 
But the last three games, he's a different human, and I don't know why. Can we be honest? The first, he had two games where he was really good. Between that, maybe he was only giving up two runs in six innings. He did not look good. But that's a quality start. I understand and that. And John Gale had the same thing going I guess on that's kind of what I'm saying with Wayno. He hasn't looked good, but he's still giving you a, a quality start. But he's still not Wayno. And, and, I, and, and I'm, not, I'm not, like, picking on Wayno by any stretch. He's one of my all-time favorite Cardinals. What I'm saying he's is pretty good. you have Miles. That's what you have right now. I'm not going to just the other him, guy. He's I'm not a 1.2 whip. He's been just. Fine. I, I, I get it, but look at his last four games. They haven't been great. He I mean, went four innings last game. Wayno's been pretty good, man. He's been pretty good. I, he had a bad game okay. against the Brewers, but the Brewers are hard. He had a bad game against the Red Sox. He gave up four runs in six innings. That's not great, but that's not, not a awesome. quality. That's that's a. That's not a bad pitching performance. If you get those every night, most of the time you're going to win that game. With his offense, you should. It's a six ERA. You're in Boston, Dad. People, Eric Cole gave up eight runs in one inning in Boston. I, I get it. I'm just saying, like that's all I'm trying to tell you right now is it feels like my like I honestly believe. And here's I'm gonna I'm gonna end the first segment like this. I think I'm gonna sit back and enjoy the farewell tour, and because I get to see Yachty and Wayno and so Pulaski. I know, I know. That, no, but here's like the thing: me, I, I haven't finished. As you're interrupting me, you deserve to be interrupted, right? I'm gonna sit back and enjoy that and hope. That the Cardinals do make a move, and they get going, and they get excited, and they give me something to get excited about. But right now, this team is performing as average as you can perform. That's not true. They're it is. Above 500. It is. They have, if they were average, they'd be at 500. I understand that when, in the literal sense, yes. But again, when you don't, when you don't go on an extended run, or anything, you went, you take two steps forward and you take two steps back. That's what this team does. Or two forward and one back. And one forward and two back. It all ends up in the same place. And right now, I I, I love them. They're my, I, I bleed Cardinal Red. But you can't tell me going into a playoff series, they stack up with the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Padres, who will get Machado and we Tatis just back. The Padres, but okay. Who will get Machado and Tatis we'll back. We'll see. Tatis Machado said Potentially the Giants, if we do not win in San Francisco. Or even, honestly, maybe the Brewers. We haven't lost a series in San Francisco in three years. You, hey, let's talk to me in the playoffs. Talk to me in the talk, playoffs. Talk to me when they get Mad Bum back in 25 years old. Again, talk to me in the playoffs. Okay, let's see. Mad Bum's back, apparently. I, 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 love, I, love, I love that you are so optimistic. And it's that not you even believe... optimism. It's the fact that you, you can't sit here and just like put the blinders on and not see that we have like 10 incredibly talented position players. Do you not see that? Am I like seeing something different? No. I'm not arguing that. So but then how do you act like this team has the potential? We keep say- well, hold on. We keep saying that. We keep saying that, and yes, we do have a good run differential, but that's because we do, like, to use your term, we do blow teams out or we don't win. We haven't blown a team out in weeks. I, One team, Boston. That was it. We're 4-6 and six in our last 10. We scored 4-6 to six runs in every single we're, game we're, almost over the last couple weeks, other than two games against Burns and... There's been there's like three or four in the last couple weeks, but there's been a lot of games where we're sitting in the 4-6 range, which is a good hitting ball club. And we are under 500 against teams with a 500 record. No, we're not. We're at 500. Exactly. No, we're not. We're under 21 and 23. They just posted it today on the how on the pregame. We were at 500 before we played the Brewers. We were 21 and we're 21 and 23 against teams. I think that was the number. Or 21 and 22. Either way, I think so, it's even. Here's the thing, dude. Like I'm just telling you, right? Yeah, you give the Brewers six, you got them on five. But then, I mean, we score five, we score three, we score five, we score four, we score zero, we score zero. I mean, that's the that's a Here's problem. what's frustrating about what you're saying right now. Can we talk about this for a second and just not go on a tangent here? Stop laughing like I don't have a... I can't make a point. Here's what I'm okay, saying. Okay, your pissy pants is here, too okay, much for people. Here, here's what I, like, stop. Here's what I'm saying. Is 
every single team that has a really good core of players, which the Cardinals does, should be hoping that they get to fix that part. That's what the trade deadline's for, and become a really good team. So for you to sit here and say that you're off the team and you want to enjoy out, which is a lie, by the way, because you're not going to enjoy Albert Faces. Didn't say I was off the team. You said well, when you say, say that you at said all. You're going to sit back and enjoy the farewell. So no, you're not. I am. So you have Albert to play against righties now. No, that's not. I'm more Wayno and Yachty. But and Yachty's not even. And Yachty's not even playing. But what I'm saying is, you have a team here that has a lot, a, a ton of potential, a ton of really I'm good so players. I'm so tired of it. Can, potential I, can, can I finish my thought, please? You have a ton of potential, a ton of really good players. And you're gonna say you're not like not act like they're not close to winning just because they just lost a series to the Cubs. Okay. They're one game out of first place. They get in first place. They're the three seed playing the worst team that makes the playoffs in the first round, and then they're one win away from playing the second worst team or third worst team that makes the playoffs in a five game series. I guess so what here's I'm the thing: tell if, you, you if you go and you get guys to fill holes in this team, this team is really good and won't have many holes, if any. And they're not that far. They're two or three players away. Like Maybe I said, even one. as we get out of here for our first break, we've gone on way too long. Um, I, I hope you're right. I really, truly do. I just don't see Mo making that move that you said gets guys in here to make you a World Series team. I don't see it. So that's what I'm saying. That's where my skepticism lies. And again, I will also say, yes, his back is up against the wall. I don't know what he does right now on June 26th. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't that. think he does. But either. I also don't see him... There, there's going to be a handful of guys that are going to be available that will make this team a game changer. Those guys are not coming to St. Louis but that's, but because Mo has not done that. That's not that's un, okay. He hasn't done it in the middle of the season. He's, nev- he's never he's done not, a trade deadline. He's never done the middle of the season. But I also am venturing to guess that there haven't been many seasons in the last since 2013 where this team has been this close to being really good. Well, 15 they were, and we did 15. They were we really did, good. We did nothing. They were really, the trade that's, that's seven years ago now. But here's the thing. Okay, and then we. Caleb, hold on though. I can't you even say, talk. I get it, but you say that. But then three years we didn't make the playoffs, even though we were close every year. No, no trades at the deadline to make us a better team. Nineteenth, nothing. We nothing. We beat the. the we got to the uh, world the NLCS. Nothing. Twenty, nothing. Twenty one, nothing. Yeah, John Lester J. Hap, great. It, it, it helped us down the stretch. Well, but it got one. They were not. They were in a, such a bad. But what I'm telling that. you is, there is no track record to tell me that Mo will go out. And give up high leverage, cheap players for a guy that is going to come in and make this team better. There's that, nothing. That may be true, Dad, but I don't see that as an as a reason to to not put pressure on them to want to do it and to not voice your opinion it. on who you want them to go get. You and I and, talk- and to sit here and be skeptical and say they're not going to do it, and then also to say that this team isn't a World Series contender because you believe that they're not going to do anything. I don't think that's the, what's the point of being a fan then. I, I, I want to believe, Caleb, I do. But you and I have talked, we sit on, on and watch the games and we talk. The, until Mo shows me that he's going to go all in to win and to win as well, I, it's not going to happen. I love being a Cardinal fan. I love the Cardinals. But let's be fair. Let's be honest. In the last 10 years, there is no track record to show that they are going to do whatever it takes. And you can say, yeah, they got Arnado. They got Arnado and Goldie. Those are awesome. But those are two guys that they got incredible deals for. Right, and, and they and didn't trade the number they, one, they, not two of the top prospects for Goldschmidt. Luke Weaver was uh, had a great right. year before we and traded Carson him. Kelly. And Carson Kelly was a huge. Prospect. I get it, I get it, and I, and, and I understand that. But you had Yachty blocking Carson Kelly, so it's not like he was ever going to play. Luke Weaver was a, and, supposed and to be the Weaver, next guy, but, but he, he hasn't, he hasn't been. been. But that you, but Mason right. Wynn might never be good in the you're, major you're leagues. You're right, he might not and I'm not saying leagues. don't deal Mason Wynn. All I'm saying is don't deal Mason Wynn for just a guy. That's all I'm no, saying. No, of course if not. If it is a stud, then okay, I'm all in. I will always say go to try to make your team better. 
But when we're talking about just dealing him to get a guy like you said earlier who comes in and eats in innings, it has to be a stud. Yeah, I know you're saying we've gone on long, but I have one more point that I want to make. Um, prior to really this year, honest to be honest with you, kind of second half of last year, have, when was the last time the Cardinals had a team with, with, that have blocked this many young players? You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, those teams, we can look back five years and say, oh, well, we wanted Harris Bayer to come up. We wanted, even last year, Nolan Gorman to come up. We wanted these guys to come up and fill massive holes on our team. There are no holes in the team that anyone in the minor leagues is going to come fill right now. None. No one that we're like, oh, I can't wait for the shortstop to come up. We have Tommy Edmond. I, I think wait Jordan Walker. He's going to be great, but there's no hole that, that needs. They're going to have to find a spot to put Jordan they're Walker. They're going to put him in right they're, field. They're going to have to find a spot for Jordan Walker. They don't have a spot really available for him right now. And he's going to, he's kept, so I'm not even going to list Jordan Walker. We're keeping him. He's a, one of the top right. five prospects in baseball. But what I'm saying is, they haven't had a team where they aren't going to rely on Mason Wynn to come up and be a game changer. They aren't going to rely on Alec Burleson. They don't need these guys right now. They don't need them. Before they needed them, those assets were very valuable because you needed guys to come up and do what they're doing right now. This is what they've been waiting for. They've been waiting. They didn't trade Harrison Bader. They didn't trade Tyler O'Neill. They didn't trade these guys because they were waiting for right now Dylan Carlson when they had these guys up here and they were performing. And all of those guys hit. All of them. So if they don't do it now, then they're never going to do it. But this is a different situation, I think, than we've ever been in, at least in the last 10 years. I haven't seen a team with this much young talent, with this many prospects that have come up and been so impactful with no positions where they need a guy. You can say catcher, but whatever. Catchers don't hit most places in Major League Baseball. They, they, they have a better team right now with more potential and with less holes in the, in the lineup than they've ever had. And all their top prospects that they're going to trade, they're not going to trade Liberator, are hitters. I, I mean, they're set, up per, they're set up as well as... If you're a GM that's not Mosaic, this is a dream scenario for not, you. Not going to argue, and this is the last thing I'll say before we take a break. I agree 100%. But I think... I mean, honestly, Tyler, Harrison, and and you can throw DC in there, have to start performing to what we believe they can be, at least close to it. I'm not saying they all need to be 900 OPS guys, but two of those guys have to step up because they aren't. Dylan Carlson's had, uh, had a good... He's been terrible he had a, last he had a good season. Had he's a series. He, he had a good series. He's he, had hitting, two, he had two monster hits. Yeah, I understand that, but he's hitting 095 in his last seven. Didn't he have two... What's he betting in his last couple? Because he looks better lately, I thought at least. And he looked really good before um, that Fenway series. But he, uh, Dylan Carlson's a really good baseball I'm player. Not, I'm not he's arguing. So, he's okay. so young, but my point wasn't that they're all going to be world beaters. They've I'm sorry, all, 190. I apologize. I yeah, looked at Harris. They've all, and that's, whatever, that's, such a small, that's such a small sample. I get it, but you... And we, they were facing Corbin Burns. They were facing really good pitchers. They weren't. That's what we talked about earlier. They faced Corbin Burns. The rest sucked. The other six well, starters bullpen, sucked. Their bullpen was really I get it, but the other six starters sucked. So that's what I'm saying. Those guys have to become... They have to go to the next level for this team to be a World Series contender. Because if not, you... It, you but these they're guys, not. But these guys you're talking about, it's not like we've never seen... We've seen Carlson, O'Neill, and Bader play at their full potential. And they're really good baseball players. That's still in all... They're all really young still, by the way. But my point wasn't even about how they're playing right now. My point was about the fact that those are our future, all three of them. Maybe, maybe one of them goes that they want to bring up Walker from the outfield. But that's their future. That's the future. The Cardinals can't say, well, these guys are our future, because they're not. The future's here. We have the future on the Major League roster currently. Gorman, Donovan, um, Nolan, Goldie, the, all three of our outfielders. I, those guys are our future. Tommy, those are our future. It's here. So they cannot, they can't spew bullshit so my about, point is, about the future being in my list. It's not right. there. Those guys didn't have to start performing like they're the future. That's what I'm saying. But they no, but they, no. Tyler was playing out of his mind I agree. before he got injured. I agree. Harrison Bader has had moments of, at the beginning okay. of June, he was our best hitter. 
But we, I, I think that it's all here, and it's a different situation than we've been in when we haven't gone for it, like you've said. It's completely different, in my opinion. I, I, I would not argue one point that you've said. I still, and I guess maybe it's been burnt for 10 years, do not have faith that John Mosellock and Bill DeWitt will go do something to make this team a substantial contender. In my mind, the farewell tour is making them millions of dollars. Ballpark Village is making them even more. They're going to be a contender. They're probably going to get a wild card game. They're going to get playoff money. And in my opinion, until they prove me wrong, I feel like that is enough for them. And I don't see that they're not Steve Cohen. They're not the Dodgers ownership. They're not the Yankees. They're not the Red Sox. They're not the, even the Cubs when the Cubs were going for it. They're not those don't franchises. They're not. The Cubs are a joke. I, they now, have the number no, that's not what I said. Okay, stop. You just changed what I said. I said when the Cubs were win- when they were winning, when they were going for it. That was they, that was when they traded for Chapman and they made uh, trades like that. The Cardinals have not done that in ten years, the last 10, 11 years under John Mosellock. So there's nothing to tell me that this year is going to be any different. Guys, you are absolutely the best. We have to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Uh, hang on. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Welcome back, everybody, to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate you all. A lot of stuff coming up. Hard to believe this summer is flying by. It's already June 26th. But guess what, fuckers? I don't care. Because you don't go back to work. I do not go back to work. It's starting to set in a little bit that I don't have to go back to work. I guess I got to go back and do something. But I don't have to go back to teach little Elliot. So I'm just kidding. I love my students. But If you guys made anyway. it this far, that means you endured our arguments. Um, I think, honestly, I do think it's good, the last two episodes, just because I think the thoughts we have laid out are how everyone feels on a game-to-game basis with this team. Of what of what do you feel? Because you have moments, like, I mean, the Brewers series is like a perfect description or indicator, I guess, of the season, just because first game you're feeling, okay, you know, you can deal with the loss against Corbin Burns. Next two games you're flying high, like, oh, we are definitely the best team in this division. And then the next game you come out and you get humbled by God knows who. And it's just it's been such a roller coaster of emotions that I almost think this podcast is lethargic for both of us to get them all out. And there's just so many things. And I feel like we we kind of contradict ourselves at times, especially I do, I know. Uh, but we you got a mouse but, in that pocket? But but it's it's just like the emotions of a team that you know you see it at times where you're like, man, this team could be just it could be a special team. And when you have a, a t- an organization like the Cardinals, I know if um, a team, a, a fan of like the the Pirates or the Reds, listen to this, like, what are they talking about? They're in the running for a good team every right. year. But you have a team right now that seems so close, and you and it's obvious to everybody that's a fan of this team. It's probably obvious to everyone in that clubhouse, to everyone that's coaching and managing the team, what needs to be done to get them to the level to be in contention with the Braves and the Dodgers and the teams that have been the what's the pinnacle of the league for five years, it seems like now. And, and it's just the question of whether they'll do it should never, in my mind, be a question that any, <coughs> any team in the world that's a professional sports team, no fan should ever have to have that question. It should be we should be going for it every year, especially with a team that has the potential like this one does, to be as good as it does. These problems don't happen in the NFL and the NBA. If you have a good team in the NBA, you're – you're. oh, God. And the Avalanche just won the goddamn 
Stanley Cup. <laughs> but if you have the if you have the potential in those yeah, in those sports, it seems like it seems like you're you're gonna you're gonna go for it. The the only two things I want to say, and then we'll, let's get a little bit to the upcoming series, and then we got to take a trip around the league. Um, I just have this feel, and it's hey again, I've said it before, but past performance leads me to future expectations or whatever. That's probably completely butchered, but it's close to that, right? Um, I just have a feeling that this team is set up not to be, that our front office sets up a roster not to be a championship team, but a contending team. That's all That's all I'm saying. And I know I am contradicting myself when all I say is just get in. I get that. But I feel like that is their mantra. That is their mantra. And it's mantra. not, and it's not, to go what we would love them to do. Um, we, we've talked with all kinds of, of different fans on the podcast and, and on Twitter and everything else, and many of them experience this, like you said, at a higher level than we do. But it's frustrating when you see the the ceiling that a lot of our players have. But what makes that even more frustrating is what I was trying to say last last segment is they have they just have to do it. We know what we believe what they can do. But when they don't do it, it doesn't matter. Like, if you don't put up those numbers, it doesn't matter. I believe Dylan Carlson can be a star. I believe Tyler O'Neill can be a star. I believe Tommy Edmond is a star. But but right now, none of them are playing at that level. that you had. They're not. The, the last seven yeah. games, none of them Tommy are. Tommy had a bad okay, I'm only talking about the last week when we, went, when we just lost a series to the Cubs, who have 26 wins at home, when we are calling ourselves a championship contending team. That's all I'm saying. Those guys have to show up, and that's what good teams do. And I know that throughout the season, there's a bad loss here and there. There's a bad series. Loss. We have had a lot of them, and that is what is frustrating. It's time for Harrison Bader to play like Harrison Bader can play every day. Not not a weekend stretch, not a week stretch, every night. I think he, he had five at bats, and he saw five pitches. That's what it felt like. And they and none of them were hit like, remotely and, hard. And, that, and that's incredibly frustrating if you're not going to hit the ball hard. I, Dylan Carlson, I love him. He's only 23 years old. I'm not saying he's not going to be a star. What I'm saying is he needs to start. It's time to up the game. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and to be fair, I don't think it's fair to lump Tommy Edmond with that category. Players. <coughs> I mean, Nolan Arenado had a month where he was absolutely dreadful. I, I get Tommy's it. had a bad week. He's still top I get of the league in WAR. But um, I just, I, I don't know. It's just that's what frustrates me is because I understand your perspective on it, but when you say things like. I'm gonna sit back and enjoy the farewell tour. First off, that's a lie. No, you're not. That's not even true. Um, like, the- like you know, it's not. You know, it's not gonna. If we sit here and we what go if get, it is? and we go get, um, not Madbum because he's actually good, but someone of of that ilk of what Madbum was last year, a player like that, or what Jay Happ was, you're not gonna be sitting here like, ooh, Yadier Molina is coming up to bat. Woo! What I hold on. Like, you're not gonna what enjoy I the farewell was, tour until that Mo makes a move to prove me wrong and to prove that he wants to win like I want to win, all right? Until he proves that, why not? Why not okay. just enjoy you can... the last ride, the last sunset, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, uh, we're going to jet out as the scene cuts with Yachty and Wayne. You can say that, but there's no chance in my mind that I will ever be sitting down here watching a game <laughs> with you. And you're like, well, we just lost to the Reds, but – Wayno and Yachty played. I'm you're not going. I, you're not going to do that. Maybe I'll become because that person. If, if you do too. that, I will first off never talk to you again, probably. But also, it's just not being a fan is all about what it's about hope. Because guess what? You win once every. I mean, Cardinals. It seems like they've won at once every decade for 
I don't know how long, a long time. There was a stretch where they weren't very good in the 80s, I understand, or 90s, sorry. But, and the 70s. But other than that, there was there was a long stretch where it's like you can't look very far without seeing, you know, a ring in their in their um, past. There, that's that's what being a fan is about. That's why I was a when I was with the Blues and um, earlier this season, I was watching them every day. They had holes. They had parts of their team where you're like, this team's not going to win a Stanley Cup if they don't fix it. But you still have that hope, and that's what makes you a fan. That's what makes it fun. That's why poor D's been over here, and he lost, he saw the three one guardian the Guardians blow a three one lead to the Cubs, and he's still every year out there saying they're going to win ninety five games, even if maybe other teams don't see it. And now they're on a great streak right now. But well, well, they were on a great streak before well. this, this weekend was tough. And here's but, the funny thing, D. Speaking of D, he did tweet out this week the picture of the two old guys from the the Muppets, which the, the last two weeks because of our fandom, this has kind of been an insight to how we watch every game. And it does drive our, my wife and your mom crazy and uh, and my daughters and everything else. But that's it. And that's what it comes down to is being a fan. But let's just look at before Before we go sure. past that, I have one more thing. <coughs> you know what? why I know that you know how good this team can be? Because if you legitimately thought – last year we were just completely dejected in June. Let's be honest. When Jack went down um, – by, by the way, prayers to Jack. I hope he's okay. I, I feel awful for him. I, it hurts our team a lot, but I feel worse for him as a person. He wanted to get back so bad. But you, we we kind of were like numb to the losses at that point. Even when, like when Dan Vogelbach hit that grand slam, all mm-hmm. we could do was laugh. And that might be a low point in my life at this point in time yeah, when that happened. But you don't get angry over teams you know are bad and don't have a chance. You don't. Cubs fans aren't sitting here getting angry every time they lose. So that's how I know. I think, that, that's how the, the fans know how good this team can be. We know how good this team has potential to be. And that's what's frustrating but I'd much rather be in this spot where we have potential and a chance than I'd be in a Pirates or a Reds fan where Absolutely. they sell everybody off. And another point I want to make, you brought up the Red Sox and the Cubs. They did go for it multiple times, but that's gotten the the, the Red Sox a lot of championships, so great for them. But what I'm saying is they've also had three seasons <coughs> where they finished last in the division. The Cubs are bad. I mean, we're bad for years. They were good, and now they're horrible again. The Cardinals haven't done that. They haven't gone to that. Oh, we're an awful team, not close to competing. We did have three years of not. But we're still the in, we're still in it to last week every year. I know. So that that their their, their motive has worked in that sense of always being competitive. But I think this that is the is year the mantra. that there ever is one because, like I said, the future's here. We're not going to have to wait for these these guys. Government's here for six years. You know, um, Yvonne Herrera's going to be here for six years. Donovan, all the Burleson, if we ever call him up, these guys yeah, are going to be here for six years. So we have a window that is incredibly long right now, potentially, to where if you give up uh, Mason, which I, he's the last guy I really want to give up other than Jordan Walker, but if you give up some guys that maybe it turned out to be Randy Rosarina or someone like that, like you can live with it because you have this window of guys that you think are going to be good for a long time. So that's all I'll say about it. I think this year is different from that perspective, but we'll see if the – but it's all about what the front office that's has. The difference. And if they have that same perspective, I hope they do, because then we have a chance. You believe that? I feel that way. A lot of our fans feel that way. Most of the Cardinal fans I see on Twitter and Facebook feel that way. I don't trust. I just don't trust that the people making the decisions feel that way also. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and that's fair. And I think that's fair. And that's fair. And I think that's why I have to say, and that's why I say things like, I just don't see them being a World Series contender. Because I, in my mind, honestly, I think you need at least one frontline starter. If not two, and another bullpen arm. You need two, I don't think. But one, going into the playoffs, you need a top three, dude. Yeah, you but need a top three. I think Michaelis, Wainer, and we still don't know what – I know you can, at this point 
you know, I've been on, we had this conversation the other day about Jack. And you were like, I don't know if we know what we have with him. And I kind of got a little angry because I'm a huge Jack fan. Shocker. I, well, mad at me. well, I also love Jack. Like, I so love, do I. I love him as a dude. I've met him a couple of times. He's a very nice guy. He also works his ass off. So any of you out there saying he's more worried about politics than work, shut up. He works his well, ass yeah, those, off. Nobody takes He works harder seriously. than probably anyone that's listening to this podcast. Anybody right who says shut up and dribble, nobody takes yeah, it seriously. And, and, I, and we don't know what we have with Jack right now. But there's always, always that thing in the back of all of our heads, I know it's probably in yours too, that there's a chance that he comes back and he's still and he's Jack again. So if you go get a guy, and then you can have Michaelis, who's been great. You can have Wainwright, who we know maybe he won't, maybe he's going to struggle here and there. But when the lights are on and he needs to be great, most of the time he's great. So we have, there's a formula to winning here, but there's just like, it's like a, a, an unsolved jigsaw puzzle where you can't find the last piece. It, and we know what that piece is. It's like, you know where it is, but you have to go get it. Go get the piece. It just feels like the last couple of years. And then we'll, let's get into this Marlin series a little bit. And then we got to, let's take a trip around the league because we don't need to be here all night. But it just always feels like there are always ifs. And I know every team has them, yeah. but it seems like our ifs are a lot more because it's always, and it seems like our ifs are never come to fruition. Last year, Tyler did. Last year, Tyler, who and was Bader. an if coming in, and, and Bader was fine. And DC. But, DC had a great year. He really was fine. Good. He had a really good year. He, they were both very he good. But, but what I'm saying is we have – those are three Those are three outfielders and our, our three young guys. They have to be better than seven-something, six-something OPS. They have to be. Two of those three guys have to be 800-plus OPS guys. They just have to. And if Bader's not going to be that guy, he has to lead the major leagues in defensive work. And he's not doing that. And we always had this year, oh, I think we can be good if Jack is healthy. He's not. We can be good if Miles is healthy. He has been. We can be good if, if Hudson comes back. He, like you said, we don't know. We can be good if Matt's is – well, Matt's hasn't been. We can be good if Verhagen, Wick – nope, none of those guys have. We can be good if Dickert – nope. That, that's all I'm saying. And then we can be great if DeYoung – well, if DeYoung's in Memphis. So while it just seems like our ifs never come and, – and it comes down to my concern with the front office evaluating talent that they bring into this team. Go – look, get rid of Nolan and Goldie. Like you said this earlier, nothing. every single – human who watches baseball knew that those two were studs and that's a slam dunk. It's the guys who you bring in last year to go back to the brace, the Jock Petersons, the Jorge Soler, the Adam Duvall's, the guys like that. Hey, Rosario. The, Rosario. Um, the guys that you find like that, that, you know, that you bring in that do don't just contribute. They take their game to an elite level. We've got to have our guys who are here that have potential, the dreaded P word, take their game to the elite level. Otherwise, I will stick to what I said earlier. I don't right now see this team as a World Series contending team. That's all I'm saying. The way it's constructed currently, I would I would agree with that because I just don't think they, they don't have enough, especially when we look at how they've hit against good pitching. They don't have enough pitching to contend with that right now. But there, there's I just do think there's a formula there for them to go out there and really make this team. And I don't even necessarily cost a ton because – you look at it, and you, those guys you just mentioned, those weren't top-end moves. Those were late. The Braves made all those moves on, on like, the last hour mark of the trade deadline. I get it. They were all throw-ins. But those so, were guys who raised the level of their did. game and the team around them. Our guys right now, we have a lot of guys who still aren't doing that on a day-to-day -day basis. That's all I'm saying. You have to go get an arm. I don't want just any arm. You have to get what I, in my opinion, is a guy going to the playoffs that could be your first starter or your second starter. And preferably not a rental, a guy that has another year left. That, that's all I'm saying. So – Marlins, real quick, let's just hit on this really quickly. Tomorrow we got Lopez versus Wayno. I, I, hey, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'd probably bet the under. If I were a gambling man, I don't bet on the Cardinals. 
But if I did, I mean that that's gonna be that's, that's a tough matchup. I, I I'm excited to see. I want to see what Wayno does. I think at home uh, I, again. I don't know if the Yachty being out has something to do with everything. It could have something to do with. You don't know. Um, I like but, his. I like but again, a uh, Solar coming in here, Jazz Chisholm um, coming to town. Watch Jazz Chisholm. I know Fun player. some people don't love Jazz Chisholm. I do. I like Jazz. Big fan. Um, He's good for baseball. Uh, is it Cooper? Oh, Co- Garrett Cooper? Is that the guy I'm thinking He's of? He's there, yeah. Yeah. Who was the other guy I'm thinking of? Um, Jesus Sanchez. Is really Jesus good. Sa- yeah. The, the young center fielder. Yeah. Yeah. He's and good. So they, they've got some talent. players to watch on that team. And obviously, um, Rojas. Coming to town, Mickey's the best. One of the I best, one Rojas. of the best humans in Major League Baseball. Yeah, he's awesome. So you know that'll be fun to watch Tuesday. You get uh, Brad Garrett. It's a Brad Braxton Garrett. Garrett. Ah, Brad Garrett's the guy from Arizona's Raymond. Yeah, it's Braxton. That'd be way cooler if he was pitching. Jimmy Johns was pitching <laughs> on Tuesday. Yeah, Braxton Garrett against Hudson. Hey, Hudson, we, he's got to be good. He has to be better. This, I, I That's almost, all there is to it. I almost think that this next, his next two or three maybe starts. We'll see. I don't see. I agree with you where I don't see them going on making a move right now. I think they should. But I don't think they will. It's not gonna so it seems like up until it's going to be, hey, Dakota, you come here and you do something. Well, we have no choice but to stop pitching you. I agree. And I and I love Dakota Hudson's potential. <coughs> and I don't want to give up on him as a whole. That potential word again, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's time have, to start. Like the, the old saying, pisser, get off the pot. That's how I feel about eight of our guys right now. Like I'm tired of saying the potential is there. It's time to piss or get off the pot. And, and Dakota Hudson's one of those guys. Yeah, and he's just been he's just he's an obviously infuriating to watch. Everyone knows that. Um, but he he he's has a chance here to either and it's worrying to me, and this is the only reason, and I'm not gonna hit on this too long, but he turned that corner. He had those two great starts, like absolutely yeah. phenomenal Wainwright esque young Wainwright starts. And then he comes right back and he's bad again for what three straight now. So my thing is I don't know how many starts in a row Dak could have has to have. For me to genuinely believe, whenever each day when I wake up and I look at the corner lineup and I see his name with a P next to it, if that that he's going to pitch well, because he's just so mind-numbingly inconsistent that it, it, it's almost unbelievable at times. Yeah, how he's a guy where when the bases are loaded, he's probably going to throw a lot of strikes. He's probably going to get a double play and be Houdini. But for some reason, he can't get himself in that mindset before he loads the bases. So we'll see with him. I I, I don't know what to think of Dakota Hudson. I, I think he is the future of this team. I really do. But he's he needs to be the president of this team right now. Wednesday, you're going to get the, all the fans get to see what could have been. Sandy Alcantara versus Palante. Um, hey, Palante's going to have to match from zero for zero. That's all there is to it. Like, again, I, I'll say it again. Our guys have to step up. You're given an opportunity right now that guys dream of. Step up. It's time to step up and put some and, and take advantage of what you're giving. Nobody on this team right now can say they're not being given an opportunity. No. It's there. So be be fucking better than the other guy. Off day on Thursday, probably needed. Phillies come in. Uh, no announced. I mean, other, other than Philly. Mike was going. Am I wrong? Oh, no, I'm sorry. We do go to Philly. You're, I apologize. I read that wrong. We do go to Philly. Uh, Mike was game one. We're probably going to see Wheeler and Noah and Eflin. That's probably what we're going to get. But you never know. Hey, with that being said, as we switch, we'll switch gears a little bit and move from the Cardinals around the league, um, last night sucked watching Bryce Harper get hit. Uh, he is, obviously, everybody knows, one of our favorite players, one of our favorite humans. Uh, he is a great dude. You saw him screaming at Blake Snell, and he was screaming not at, at, at out of anger. He was screaming out of frustration. Yeah. Uh, he even screamed at him, I know you didn't mean to do it. Um, 
And then he like gave and then like, he was like that's on me. Yeah. Uh, after the after the the game, he said, "I've been playing against Blake since I was ten or eleven. He, you have to pitch inside. It just got away. I'm not mad at it. Like he did the same crap with Cabrera, who drilled him in the face last year. This guy get again. I can't get. He was called people came at me. Still douchebag yesterday. That's what. Oh, that's still a thing. Yeah. That's not a fucking for thing. yelling at Blake Snell. Not a fucking thing. Like, no one in the world that has played with him, watched him, or been around him would agree with you. Besides Jonathan Tabelbon, who right. nobody Who likes. is literally the biggest douchebag, one of, to play in the majors. Ask anyone who played with him. Allegedly. Agree. You're right. Never met the man. I'm going off of what everybody else has said. Yeah. So, if you say that, that just shows your ignorance. That's all I can say. That's all I can say is you're ignorant to the Bryce Harper. Hey, you don't like his hair. You don't like that he's young and way more talented than you've ever been at anything in your life. That's not my problem or his. That's yours. I say he's never been younger than me. Like, I don't mean you. <laughs> I'm the years. So, uh, seeing him get hurt, hey, I don't know what it means. Fractured left thumb. I don't know if that means all year. I don't know if that means six to eight weeks. I don't. They said that I guess they would know more on Monday. Is that what I heard? Sorry. We had a cat issue. We, we got a box down here that all of a sudden our cat is, well, like all cats do, would have fallen in love with. But I, I, I don't, we don't know, right? We don't know. A date. I, I mean, don't obviously. know. I don't. I was thinking about that. I don't know if I've ever been like as emotionally affected by by someone getting hurt that I was last night. I don't know uh, what it was. I think it was his reaction because you know, yeah. you know how good he's playing. He's playing at MVP caliber. And level. the Phillies have been playing really well lately. Yeah, they want, they, and he knows just as much as everybody else knows. They need him in that lineup, yeah. and he wants. That's that's why I've never understood. He wants to be in that lineup every day against everybody with and, his guy. And he's a guy, by the way, that if you don't look, you don't. You have to look back too far. To when he had the injury prone on his name, yeah. and he's been a guy that's been 150 to 160 games every year for the last since he's been in Philly. He hasn't missed more than 10 games, I don't think. And he, it's just, it was so heartbreaking to watch a guy where you can see right when he got hit, he knew he was hurt, and he <laughs> yeah. and he knew there's nothing he could do about it. And it was just kind of like in his head, you could tell it was like, man, this sucks. Like I can't do, I do everything I can to get my body ready for the season. I do everything I can to play as hard as I can every night. I'm playing at an MVP level, and Goldie's been on another planet, but. Bryce Harper, man, he had a chance to go get that third one this year. He really did. And it just got taken away from him for something he literally could not control. And, again, it's the, horrible. And the, I, the, I love The Bryce. people out there so sad. mad at Blake Snell, that was not a purpose pitch. No. You could tell by Blake Snell's immediate reaction. No, yeah, it was not. Okay. That's, that, when you play baseball, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. But there, Blake Snell was not no. throwing at Bryce and Harper. I, I have no problem with, with Blake Snell throwing inside and hitting him. It's, no. It sucks, but he's the big leader. He has to get right. out. And I have no problem with Bryce Harper's reaction to no, it. None. You're playing at the highest level. You're going to get injuries happen. They suck. They happen. And you're a massive We just talked about Jack. Both those guys, great dudes. I love both of them. I follow both of them on all social medias. It's just, it really just sucks. It sucks for him. It sucks for the Phillies, the Philly fans. It sucks for baseball fans. It sucks for baseball. It's it's horrible. And I, I just hope he comes back. And it's you add fun. him to the list of Tatis, Mookie Betts, Machado. Um, you can throw Jack in there if you want. Scherzer, Jack. DeGrom. DeGrom. I'm sure that there's somebody else that, that I'm missing that I shouldn't yeah, be. No, Tyler yeah. I mean, Tyler last year, that close is, to being an all-star. Yeah, he was a superstar Yeah, last right. Year. You know what I'm like? So you add it to the guys in the game who that the game is missing. And and there, I don't think there's an answer. Ozzy Albies. Ozzy Albies is another one. I don't think there's an answer to say, well, this is why. You could say the short and spring training. That's not why Bryce Harper got yeah. hurt. That's not why Manny Machado got hurt. That's not why Tatis got hurt. So, you know, there's a lot of things. It, it it happens, and it sucks, and it happens in football every year where you lose. It just sucks, and it's going to suck come All-Star game. Because I 
as a fan, I want to see all those guys on the field at the same Not time. Not having an all-star, potentially having an all-star Rendon, lineup. I guess. Where you, yeah, maybe sometimes. <laughs> but when you do, if you don't have, I mean, when you're watching the National League and the all-star game, you want to see Harper, Machado, Betts, Tatis. Tatis, all four in the lineup. Yeah. And, and the fact that it might and be. And DeGrom on the bump. The fact that it might be none of those guys getting a chance, <laughs> that, that really sucks. So, unfortunately, yeah. it's just the way of the sports. Hope it, hey, it really I, I haven't heard surgery yet. I don't know if that's the it's best. A fr- it's a fracture of thumb. I bet he. I bet he won't get surgery. Yeah. So hey, I hope it all. I hope there's a long that it heals right. Kinda there's a hurts. quick recovery. Um. And now, as a fan, I'm not mad that we don't have to face him, but I'm mad that I don't get to watch. I'd him rather play. lose two games. I, I get Harper. I, I I get it. I get it. And honestly, um, I was kind of excited to watch Bryce Harper. This weekend, we had your least favorite thing in baseball happen. What was it? The combined no hitter. That's not my least favorite thing. Well, it's one of. It, it, there, okay, I, I haven't changed my tune on this, and I still agree. Oh, here, no, here comes no, the flippity flippity. No, it's, it's not flipping. I, I, here's what I'm going to say. Should those count? Should those be held in as high regard as a pitcher going out there and saying, fuck it, you're not getting a hit today? No. No, it shouldn't. And to be honest with you, I think what Miles Michaelis did, way more impressive than it combined. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. But I do think when you see the pictures of Maldonado, um, Javier – I don't know who else was it? Hector Neris and someone else. Yeah. Even though I don't like Hector Neris at all, we can talk. I talk about that at a different time. He hits too many people on purpose. But I do think that that is a cool part of the unity of it. That's cool to me. But it's just not as big of an accomplishment as someone going out there and saying, "Hey, I'm just not giving up a hit today." Like Verlander has done, it seems like every year. But um, it's it's. Pretty, I think the accomplishment is going into Yankee Stadium and doing it. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. That, and that's, for the Astros yeah. to have done it twice. And then what do they have them like no hit like through five or six today? Six, and they still lost. Yeah, man, Arke- was it Arkady today? Yeah, Arke- yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, that Astros team, that team is fun. They're the playing very good. well. And if you're still, this is a little bit off of the no hitter. I just don't know what to say about it. It's a cool accomplishment. They won the game. That's probably more important to them. But um, that Astros team, if you're still on the train of them cheating, yeah. um, Correa and Springer and. Almost all those guys are gone. Time to move on. Like they've got. Look at the guys that are doing it for them. The two best players right now, other than Jose Altuve, he's been great. But Kyle Tucker and Jordan Alvarez weren't on that team. And Jordan Alvarez is having. We don't talk about that man enough. That guy is having an absolutely incredible year. <coughs> that team is fun, and that team. I I think they're still the favorites in the American League. I really do. Um, adding on to, uh, earlier this year, not too long ago, I guess, I tweeted that if you vote for anyone for Shohei Otani ever, um, <laughs> for, what, are you all right? For MVP, like, you should never be allowed to vote again. You did not say that right at all. Shohei Otani? You said if you vote for anyone, Shohei Otani. Oh, ever. if you vote for anyone, but. Sorry, did I forget the but? You forgot the MVP. You forgot a lot of keywords in there. <laughs> if, you vote, if you vote for anyone but Shohei Otani. No, I said that. Maybe just, for you, made, I think you just you made me spit. For Apple MVP, juice all over my MVP. Like you're wrong, right? And then I did do a little apology tour as Aaron Judge was going off, and and unfor- hey, I I don't know. I saw some stuff today where Jose Ramirez. Hopefully, he's not hurt. I I don't know. I haven't done enough research. Man, I, love I just saw a couple Indians fans today saying Guardians. they think he guard. Oh my God, Guardians fans saying they think he maybe has to be that he needs. I don't know. Again, either way. Let's so I, I kind of gave them my apology tour. I rescinded that the other night. First of all, the man hit two three run homers. And then he went out and struck out twelve the next night. His WAR in two games went up one. That I don't. Harrison Bader's WAR for the year is one. Yeah. Now, and that's not a shot at Harrison Bader. I'm, I'm not taking a shot. No, at you, you did enough early. I did early. <laughs> I did, and I love him. That's the thing. I I love Harrison. I love Harrison. But that's off. I do right. But, but, his WAR went up one in two games. You you can point that. Oh well, Judge has uh, a one point oh one three uh, OPS, and you're right. 
Yeah, you could point right. that he has 23 home runs or whatever. Uh, you're right. Okay. Uh, you could point at all of that. He's been a Aaron Judge is dead. 28 right. home runs. Aaron I Judge is dead. Right. I agree. But no. But then Shohei Otani, you look at his numbers, and then you also look at his pitching numbers. 27 homers last year. I 28. He had 28 today. Walk off. I get it. He might. He might I, challenge I, fucking Barry arguing. Bonds at this rate. I'm not arguing. Here's the but question. Let's, let's not forget this. Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is all I'm saying, and this is I don't want to spend a ton of time on Otani or the the, the Angels or this. But what I will say is, remember last year, Vlad Jr. was close to winning the fucking triple crown. Yeah, he was on this pair. I'm, I'm, I get it. The trip. The triple crown. Uh-huh. The that's like the most coveted hitting thing in baseball. Yep. And Otani was still going to win. The MVP. No matter what. And, and he's going to, again this year, unless, and I'm not even going to say it. Nope, not even going to say it. He's going to win it again this year. Um, There's never an argument you could ever make, ever, 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 that there's any player that's more valuable than Shohei Otani. There's, you just can't. You can't make the argument. I could, because you can say Aaron Judge did this. I could be like, okay, but what did he do when he was pitching? Oh, wait, he just wasn't doing it. So he's just not as valuable. But um, – I, I we talked about this a little bit earlier. I think Shohei Otani set such a high. He's such a unicorn, and he's the only player to ever do what he's doing. Get out of here with the Babe Ruth shit. He just didn't do this at the same time. He never did. Um, do not take shots at Babe Ruth. He didn't. He never did what Shohei Otani's doing. Know, he never I did. did. Um, but I think he set the bar so high, so un, unprecedentedly high. That's a yeah, whatever. I know but, what you're saying. But, here, but. That I don't think he's going to win the MVP if he doesn't match it. It's like the LeBron James factor. Jordan. So Jordan won a bunch of MVPs. Yeah, but he didn't win them every year. Like he, he they both, easily could have. Both of them. Let's say right. both of them. Because LeBron is. Well, there's no reason to bring up LeBron over Jordan. Well, ever. no, because this happened in my lifetime. I okay. saw it happen. Okay. LeBron had unarguably, and arguably, I don't know. I messed hey, up with my what words is today. What's happening here? There are better seasons than a lot of MVPs and never won it because they, like, oh, that's LeBron. That's what he does. You know, and then you have a guy like Aaron Judge, who spectacular career so far. I mean, his numbers are mind boggling, but he's never done this. So 2. I think that's just nine ERA, six and four, a one point oh one WHIP. He has ninety strikeouts in sixty eight innings pitched. He's it, when Aaron Judge does half of that. We'll talk. You want to hear something fun about this story? About how this little this this um is the Angels. If you could describe the Angels in one story, it's this. Otani is the only player ever to have eight RBIs in a game and lose. I mean, that is very uh that's the angels that's the angels in one sentence uh 830 ops 16 homers 47 rbis he's slugging 485 i think we're gonna look and he's pitching every fifth day you think we're gonna look back in 15 years and say wait mike trout and joey otani played together and didn't win no we're just gonna be like they did they played together because it's gonna be so far removed and they're both gonna go on to be great and they're just not gonna be together it's like I mean, the, it's like Shaq and penny hardaway you just forget that those two were so great at that one time and never did anything. So what? What if you don't? If you're not watching, and, and the Angels went from being pretty hot to not being very good. They're 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 awful. But so watch strange. those two play. Trout and Otani are worth it. Also, if you watch today, you got to see JP Crawford <laughs> do what JP Crawford and Jesse did. Winker. Yeah, and then Winker with the double guns on the way out, which was pretty. Jesse funny. Winker took on the whole team Amir Garrett style. And he's not. <laughs> he's just not like Amir Garrett. They did play on the same team, though. Maybe he took some notes. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else you wanted to hit? You wanted to hit a little bit. Of- <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. We had technical difficulties. But we did want to touch on Aaron Judge a little bit. Um, obviously, the season he's having is incredible. He just hit his 28th home run of the season. Um, what he's doing for that Yankee, I, I can comfortably say the Yankees probably aren't 
nearly as dominant right now without Aaron Judge. He has walked off three times this year, I believe, not twice in the Houston series. And what he's doing right now, I, I don't think I've – I know I've never seen it. Um, I remember his rookie year he came up, and he, it seemed like he was hitting a homer every game. Like, he actually is basically hitting a homer every game right now. So what he's doing is incredible. Um, he's slugging over 600 OBP, uh, close to 380. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. I don't think I've seen – I've never seen – I know I've never seen a six foot seven guy be able to do what he's doing. But uh, he's impressive. And I'm excited to see what he gets in the offseason, money-wise. He is uh, very, very good. <coughs> Excuse me, I got choked on something there. Yeah, he got he's, having, up. he's having an incredible season. Did we did we talk about Pete Alonso? I don't even know. Um, we no, this was after Aaron Jones. Okay, all right. Uh, and so across town, Pete Alonso, who you said, um, you did not see this success coming. No, right. And that, and hey, I'm not calling you. I'm just saying I'm happy for him. I want to see him in the home run derby. Uh, Pete Alonso having a great year for for the Mets. I mean, leading everybody in RBIs with 69, 22 jacks, 11 doubles, uh, OPS of 927. He does strike out a lot, but that's baseball. I don't – I mean, it's not in, in even close. To, uh, Judge strikes out more. C.J. Crone strikes out more. And and the year that, that Judge is having incredible, but back to what we were talking about earlier, Otani's the MVP. I don't and, know. Okay, what does – real quick before we move on, what does Otani get in the open market? That has to be like 50 mil at least, right? <laughs> At least. How do you put a value on two it? Players. Yeah, I don't know how you put a value how, okay, on so, it. So what do you pay him what Kevin Gosman got and then add that to like what Joey Gallo is going to get but plus another $15 million? I would not put him in Joey Gallo. I know, but I can't think of a hitter. Well, who's a hitter that does what he does? There's no one. He's fast. He steals bases. He hits right. more homers than just about anybody. I mean, look at what Lindor got in New York. He hits so many triples. Right? I mean, yeah. Look at what Lindor got in New York. What was Steve Cohen pay for Joey Otani? Otani? Oh, my. Could you, could you imagine Otani – in in New York. If you ask Yankees fans, he can't handle the pressure of New York. Oh, well, they can. Whatever. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's an interesting thought. Also, um, Goldie, better than both in OPS. So that's how good he's been. He's had he's having an incredible – what did you say? He's leading the National League in uh, OBP. Banning slugging. average and slugging. That's, yeah, and OPS. Yeah. Incredible. Um, what a year Goldie's having. Keep it rolling, buddy. We love you. I love Paul Goldie. Uh, just uh, before we move to the power rankings, shout out to Ole Miss Baseball. That's pretty awesome that they won the national championship today. They are proof of just get in, just so you know. They, uh, they almost did not make a regional, won the regional, won the super regional, went undefeated in Omaha. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then beat Oklahoma twice um, on their en route to their first national championship. Super cool. Hottie Toddy is partying tonight. Like I said, I have a couple former students who go to Ole Miss. Uh, a couple former friends, well, not former friends, a couple friends who live right down the road from Oxford. Whoever you guys are, he doesn't right, like you no, anymore. No, no, not what I meant. Who live right down the road from the university. They go to everything. I'm sure the party in the Grove is massive tonight. It's very cool. I mean, it, it's cool. Winning a national championship in anything is incredibly special. And, you know, they're always really good, but they've never – since I've been alive, I don't think they've gone over the top like that. So, good for them. And shout out a couple local players. One from O'Fallon and one from Chesterfield on that team. Yeah, pretty cool. And Graham is from O'Fallon, Missouri. He's a stud. He's one of their, their top guys. So, uh, big producer in the College World Series. Had a good time. So, that's that's cool to see. Uh, you wanted to say something about the LSU baseball job. Yeah, the um, pitching coach for the Minnesota Twins left in the middle of the season to get the LSU baseball job. First place team had losing their pitching coach to a college team. is very strange. I've never seen it before, but pretty cool for him. Um 
you want to get to the power rankings? Yes, let's get to the power rankings. Let's get to the power rankings because this is why people tune in not to hear you call me names. I called you one name. You, it was in the heat of passion. Don't, don't ever say that. Don't, don't ever, ever say anything like that again in your life. Not it was, once. It was too good. I, I had the thought up in my head, so I had to say it. Not once. All right. All right. So June 26th, power rankings. Um, in a couple weeks, we've got our All-Star Spectacular coming on. We already talked about that. I, I'm sorry. I don't remember what we oh, no, about. We're all befuddled. Yeah, we're whatever. But we got that coming up, which I'm pretty excited about. We'll see it later. So you ready for the June 26th edition? 26, 27 of the power rank. Hope it's good. Now, to be fair, these were put together before the Dodgers and the Yankees are in the um, Braves played. I don't even know who won. I don't. I have we, no you idea. You turned it over to the hockey game, and the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup, and I don't know who won that game. The Dodgers won five to four. Okay, there we go. It's not going to matter. It's eleven innings. It's not going to matter. Okay. Wait, no. It's going to the bottom of the eleven. Oh, so they did not win. Not okay. Yet. All right. Anyway, uh, coming back in, as they seem to be my group. At number 10 are the Rays. All right. The Rays are right there. And again, uh, they have the Brewers this week. So that's I'm, I'm hoping that that means they stay in. Uh, five and five, not great, but they are 40 and 32. Look, Toronto right there with them. They're kind of tied for third. At AL East is going to be wild with those four teams, I think. Because I don't think Tampa's going anywhere with their pitching. And I don't think Toronto's going anywhere with their hitting. And if they get just a little bit of pitching and Tampa gets a little bit of hitting, they're there for the long haul. Well, I agree that the division's going to be wild in terms of the matchups. There's not going to be a race to the finish. No, 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 no. I'm just saying to get into that no, I wild know. card spot. I know. Those four teams are all really good. We saw firsthand Boston's and, really good. And they're going to play each other a lot yeah. down the I always like Tampa. They're yeah. always So, good. number 10, back coming back in to our uh, power rankings are, are the race. At number 9, um, at – about last, we put the the ones out last week on Monday. <coughs> By Wednesday, our buddy D was yelling at us because the Guardians weren't in there. Well, unfortunately for the Guardians, <laughs> they have gone five and five, including being swept by the white the Red Sox and have fallen out of first place. So at number nine are the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> uh, they even moved up. They have been really hanging around that ten mark for the last few weeks. They moved up tonight. Yep, good for the Twins. Um. um Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton finally being in the same lineup together. Yeah, and, cool. and Buxton not having a great as far as average year, but he does every so many other. He's things. just electrifying. Yeah, watch. Dylan yeah, he'll be fine. He's pretty good. well for them. I mean, um, he does have twenty homers. Yeah, I, well, I'm not. I'm just saying average wise. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, at eight, re-entering, kicking out our hometown Cardinals or the Brewers, first place in the NL Central. Oh. Um, seven and three in the last ten. So you told me to take all of this into account. So I did. Seven and three in their last ten, including will they just take two or three from Toronto? I think smashed them today. Jose yeah. Barrios got him. So at number eight are the Brewers. Yeah, and I still believe I still I still believe they're going to be hard for us to catch, only because they're going to get um, Woodruff back. You know, you don't think he's coming back? I think he has to rack against. Oh, I hope not. They're going to get Pena back. Um, and and I could see this Pena, Peralta, Peralta, not for three months. Is that how long he's out? But they're still going to get him back. And if they make a move, I still just think that it's going to hang. I just feel like it's going to be one of those down. If one of those teams goes on a run, that's all it's going to take. To well, separate. one of us goes on more runs than the other one, and that's the Cardinals. Well, we've only 17 won games last four, year. Right? Yeah, that was last year. No, but yeah, the Brewers, the Brewers, they're just a, they're almost like a pesky team to face. Because <laughs> you look at their hitters, and they're all betting 220, but it seems like three of them will do will all have like a good game, a series, and they spread it out. They it's do. wild, and I hate they it. Do. I hate yeah. them so much. I hate they them. Do. But good for them. I also I do like Craig Council though. He's yeah, a really same. good manager. Um, coming in at number seven. Um, now they've been struggling a little bit lately, so you could have an argument here. 
They are four and six, six in their last. You said the Brewers were at seven. Are they at eight? Brewers were at eight. Yeah, you said, said you said seven. I said eight. If we, I didn't, I meant eight. Okay, we can rewind it. Right. You said seven. <laughs> Don't rewind it. We'll probably like <laughs> cut it off. Uh, at seven are the Padres. Like I said, I know that they struggled coming in, but they're still in second place in the West. Keep in pace. Again, that's all you got to do right now until they get to Tease back, and then they'll eventually get Machado back. And, you know, you start to get some of these guys back. Um, it's Mus- Musgrove out, too, all right? Lost. Huh? Musgrove out. Yeah, for a little bit. He'll be back soon. I think he might be making his next start. I'm not 100% sure on that. But um, Yeah, they lost today. They were yeah, up. Yeah, they were up. I thought I assumed yeah. they had won. Yeah, they but, actually won me money because I had them in the first five. I mean, that offense, They this team is uh, Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado away right. from being, right. oh, my God, the team's good because and, and I just, they're in every game. I'm going to be interested to see if they can hang on without those two. I really am. Lose, how about losing three or four to the Phils? Good yeah, for the Phillies. I really am. So that, there we go at number seven are the Padres. Uh, number six, the game that is going on right now, I've got the Braves. They have gotten red hot. And I think we all saw it coming. Obviously, six and four, I get that. We're playing the Dodgers. They won last night, um, forty-two and thirty-one in that East. It's I, I without Harper, it's hard for me to say that the, the Phillies are going to be that are going to contend. But you never know. They're missing a lot. I mean, of last year the Braves lost to Cunha, and they they just kept winning. So you just you never know. Yeah. Uh, but I still think I I think the 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 Braves they might need another starter. But I think they're a dangerous dangerous team. Also, they're about to be um, ten games over at forty-two and thirty-two. All the good teams lose two or three to the Cubs, which they did a couple weeks ago. So we should be fine, you know, because the Braves and the Cardinals are the they both lost two or three. So the, the only the best teams do that. But no, the Braves are great. Kelly Jansen, man, that guy. Talk about he he's putting together a Hall of Fame resume. He's still an electric reliever. Struck out um, the side yesterday against his former team, which is cool. Um, yeah, that team they're just really good. They need a pitcher, I think. And also, if you didn't watch it, the Freddie Freeman stuff over the weekend was absolutely incredible. Uh, we say it a lot. He is one of my favorite humans. <clears throat> He's great. Um, and to see to see that emotion's not fake. There's nothing fake about Freddie Freeman that I know. I've never met the guy, but from everything I've ever heard, seen, read, whatever, uh, what you see is what you get with Freddie Freeman. And I that was so raw and so in the moment. And then for he said. The best thing that ever happened was his first at bat. He got a walk because he said, I couldn't feel my legs for like two innings. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, him and Ronnie sharing a hug at first base when Ronald Kennedy Jr. got on first yeah. base was cool. Obviously, they had that weird beef thing at the beginning of Which I don't know that was even a beef. I don't know what it was. It was obviously strange. Freddie just said he was trying to um, carry on Braves traditions, whatever. He was new to being a leader of the team. But he he's great, and um, it kind of really feels like he really, really did not want to leave. And that sucks. I feel like Dodger fans might be in a weird place with that because it really seems like he'd much rather be a Brave still. It does. But um, he's not. So, unfortunately, no. those don't last forever all the time. No. But that was a really cool moment. So, I, yeah, that was pretty cool TV. This and as we're saying it, the Dodgers just won. So, oh, well, there you go. update their record all by right. a game and downgrade the Braves by a game. Um, number five, uh, I have the Red Sox, the hottest team Woo! in baseball. Have they been in our um, They have. I don't think that they have the entire – they have not. They are making their first interest. Would they start off like – Six and twenty, something crazy like that. They I are, think they started nine games under. Was the I, I thought it was worse than that, but it could have been. But either way, eight and two in their last ten, including two straight sweeps. Uh, the Guardians, don't know who it was before then. Should have looked that up. But either way, but then they beat us two or three before. Two that. straight sweeps. They are playing great baseball. Forty-two and thirty-one, as great a baseball as they're playing. They're still eleven games behind the Yankees. But, but one thing that that team does is. They seem to play as a unit every single night. I know they start off early, but when you – I said it today. Rafael Devers doesn't have bad games. 
They've got to make a decision. I really hope, and I don't know that it happens because I don't know if the money's in Boston, but that Bogarts and Devers stay there. Verdugo had a, a big three-run homer yesterday. Wow. And that was awesome. That and, you know, you, you get J.D. Martinez not hitting the home runs, but his OPS is um, amazing. He's kind of been a reclamation. Not that he's really fallen, but um, I, I just feel like they're maybe an arm or two away. Like every – we're going to keep saying this. The Bray, that's, that's where we get back to. Here's who we're going to be in the, the contest with. But I, I like that Boston team. I know I know St. Louis fans hate Boston. I do not. I do. I, I know you do. I do not. Um, I don't hate this team, though. I don't. But I but they are fun to watch. That is a fun baseball team they to also, watch. Play. The team was the Tigers that they swept. Okay, thank you. Um, also, thank you. they're 18-4 in their last 22 games in June. They, um, they've gained a half game on the Yankees. <laughs> I mean, that's like I said. But still, they are now in second place in the East. And, you know, if you would have said that, and I think right now they have the third best record in the AL. So that all that will do is get you in the wild, wild card. card. <laughs> but still. No, but good still. for them. Yep. Um, so they make their first appearance. And not only they make their first appearance, they're in the, the top six. Top, oh, top five. five, sorry. Um, number four, the Dodgers, who just won. I yeah. mean, it's the Dodgers. And, and again, they're dealing with injuries. Everyone is. But, you know, it's still the Dodgers. They still lead the uh, the, the NL West, but only by a game and a half. But they are seven and three. And, well, Maybe six and four in their last ten. Uh, six and four in their I don't last know what game right. I don't out. either. So it could be six and four. It could still be seven and three. I don't know either way. They lost to Atlanta tonight. It wouldn't be six and four because they won tonight. Oh, they won. That's yeah. right. Seven and three. Could be eight and two. I uh, yeah, no idea. Could be eight and two. Either way, um, they're the Dodgers. I they're just they're just the Dodgers, man. Max Muncy's not playing well. Cody Bellinger's been okay, but yeah. but I just get a feeling that Muncy's about to go on one, and you just. They're a dangerous that there is not an easy breath in that lineup. It's getting easier, I think, by the year. And Will Smith is raking. Yeah, and they don't have Mookie Betts right now, so that obviously right. Hurts. That is, yeah. But everyone's dealing with injuries. That team is obviously loaded. I don't think they're nearly as good as they were last year. They probably aren't. But um, they're still obviously just an absolute wagon of a team. Yeah, I I, I mean agree. It's like really nothing else to say. Gosling pitched year after year tonight. Always does. Um. Yeah, that was a great matchup against Strider, and they they both. That's your Strider, man. Stutter. They both gun tonight. Um, coming in at number three are the Astros. Um, they're the Astros. I don't know what else you want me they're to say. They're so good. They are very very good. And Lance McCullough started throwing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. They're, they're probably looking at it after the All Star break. I think with him, they can wait as long as they want. They, with him. Absolutely, they can. I love Lance McCullough. That's a guy you want to see stay healthy. He has not been able to very often. But if he was they so get, good last year. That's it. They get him back. And even if you even if you start him in the rotation, when you get to September, October, he's probably gonna pitch out of the pen because of their four starters that they have. I, Here's their ace last year. I, I get it, like but that. you didn't have Verlander. You didn't have a healthy. Was it Arkady that wasn't healthy last he was, year? He was healthy. He just wasn't very good. And then Framber has been incredible. Maybe he was Framber out last. Year? No, he was. They were all oh, there. Okay, okay. They were just like kind of having some yeah. rough stretches. So again, you don't know. But if you add McCullers into that, you even mentioned well, the guy that just threw seven no hit innings yesterday. I said Arkady. No, yesterday. Oh, Gar- was it? It wasn't Garcia. My God, who was it? It was Garcia. Luis Garcia. Hmm. Javier. Oh, it was Javier. Christian Javier. That's right. Stud. He'll yeah. be out of the bullpen. Um, yeah, I think McCullough will probably be in the rotation because uh, he's so good. I mean, that's. But that's a. I mean, just, you can make an argument that they're the best team in baseball. Just the Yankees have. What they've done is ridiculous. Right. But. Right. Yeah. They're very deep and they are good at every position. Kyle Tucker is so underrated. Yes. Yes. So underrated. Um. They said today, I was watching a thing, or yesterday, I don't know, whenever this weekend I was watching, that evidently he and Michael Brantley are like best friends. Dr. Smooth. And it's just awesome that Kyle Tucker is like, 
who better to align yourself with, by the way, than Michael Brantley. No one. And so they're together like all the time. And you can see it. Like they went through Tucker Swing where he used to be all straight up, kind of gotten lower a little bit. And his the his swing path, it, it it's up, man. I, uh, yeah, big he's, fan of the he's Astros. He's very good. Big fan of the Astros. All right. Um, and then our top two uh, have not changed in weeks. At two, you got the Mets. And I, I hate to say it, but it's their, I mean, they're six and four in their last 10. It's Lindor with a big night, uh, with a big hit. Last, was it last night? I think it was last night. Uh, Alonzo, again, with the big bomb over the weekend. They, they just keep finding ways to win. Chris Bassett, Taiwan Walker. Um, they're going to get, they're going to get DeGrom <laughs> and Scherzer back. Now, I don't know what DeGrom looks like. Scherzer's throwing a double A, I think. He's throwing right Tuesday. Now. Uh, so he'll be back at the big. I just saw he pitched last night. No, Tuesday's his last start down there. Friday. Okay. So Friday. Maybe he pitched Thursday, five days. Whatever ago. it was. Five days ago from Tuesday. He pitched. I just saw the, the thing the other night. Um, and he said he's really working more on the rehab part than the uh, anything else. He so. knows as well as anyone as well as everyone else knows that they're in a good position right now. They need him back and back for good. Not because. Uh, no, not back for ob- six weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Oblique injuries are very tricky. Yeah. You could sneeze sometimes or re-injure yeah. them. But. I mean, yeah, that team's they're they I think their biggest acquisition of the year might have been Buck Showalter. Yeah, right. He has made I, such a big difference. In the I agree. House. I agree. And you know, I hate. Sometimes them. you go get an old white and you don't know what you're getting. But Buck is the man. Buck Buck is awesome. Yeah. I love Buck when he was Same. in Baltimore. I'm. Um, I love him on MLB Network. I yeah. mean, he's incredible. He, he's great. It. Um, I don't like the Mets, but they're a really good team. Yeah, they are. And then at the top, I it's do I? Even, I mean, it's the Yankees. They've been number one. This is wild. They have, they, they have been number one except for one week. Where you, for some reason, put the Dodgers ahead of them? Because they lost two or three to the Orioles. <laughs> Either way, the Yankees <laughs> have been right there all year, and I don't see that changing. I, I just don't. Nestor Cortez has not been as good as he has been. That was expected, but right. I, I mean, I think that was that was figured out. But this is, I guess, this. So the the power rankings: Cardinals and Giants out, Rays and Brewers in this week. Those were the changes. The Rays were in last week. No, Ray, you, um, you you hate the Rays. You leave them me. out every week. I've had them in every week, and you've left them out every week. It's because they don't but make. Why do you hate the fucking race? They don't make that's, any. That's a lie. You had them in once. Yeah, they don't make any sense, dude. No, they don't. Neither do the twins. I don't know how to rate them. I don't know how good they are. But they just win. This, this goes back to as we just had the discussion with the top ten. It goes back to we need pitching, but we talked about the Braves, the Brewers, the twin. The Twins are going to be buyers. Who they're the fuck be the buyers. Brewers needed pitching? The Rays are going to be buyers, and we talked about. I mean, and they might not be big buyers. But we know that the Rays will make a move. They, last year, last year they got Fire Rising. Last, I mean, last year they sold Rich Hill, I, and he was their best starter. I, I, and they still went to what? They still went to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. They find guys, and they're gonna do something. Okay. It might be very small. It'll be weird. But it'll be weird, like dealing with William Thomas. It's Diego Castillo. But they're going to do something. That's all I'm saying. Like they're gonna do. Yeah, dealing Diego Castillo. They're gonna do something. And and that's what when when it goes back to the Cardinals. What are you willing to pay for today? It's like the I'll pay you gladly, gladly pay you Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. Are, are you willing to give up three or four guys when honestly you probably need three pieces on this in this staff? That's that's where I go back to. That was my point when you called me dumb and everything else, and and you incense and you started yelling at me. But that I will stick to that point that you're now going to be in a bidding war with. The Brewers, who maybe you can outfit the you're Brewers. You're not going to be in a bidding, war with, be in a bidding war with the Braves, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, the Astros, the Mets, and the Yankees. I think. Tell me who you outbid out of those six. I think the fans feel, it's, if not now, then win situation. We'll see if the front office feels the same. I agree. I think that's all you can say is is just wait and see. And again, 
I do. I do. I'll apologize. Plan, for, hurry up and wait. I apologize sucks. for calling you dumb. <laughs> you didn't earlier. You stuck to your guns. But um, yeah, I mean, we're just passionate about the Cardinals, so that those things are going to happen. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams out there right now. Um, a lot of teams trying to win. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I hope. I'm hoping that the Cardinals go do something. But the, the league's in a good spot right now. I think. Yeah. Uh, get, get the stars healthy. Yeah. Get, healthy. get the stars healthy. Good luck. Hey, keys and peace to Jack. Uh, we need Dakota to be big. Cardinals this week. Uh, if you, hey, you weather looks beautiful the next three nights. Go go support them. We need we need it to be loud in there to get maybe somebody fired up. Uh, the Marlins are going to be a t- it's going to be a tough series. Tough. And then you go to Philly, which is always a tough place to play. Um, they throw batteries at Santa Claus, so I don't know what you're wanting at Philly. Um, anyway, big week this weekend. We'll, we'll try and be back with you guys this weekend. Maybe during the Philly series, we can get back with you guys. Thank you so much once again. We greatly appreciate it. You know where to find us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, You can find us in both of those locations. Find us on your favorite podcast platform and give us a five-star review. Please keep interacting with it. We love to hear from you guys. Even if we don't agree with you or you don't agree with us, the discussion is very good, and I think we can always learn something that way. Um, Everybody keep your head up out there. Things are going to get better. I have have a feeling, even though right now it kind of sucks for a lot of us, I think that hopefully we can make this younger generation – Take us to where we need to be. Stay safe. Take care of each other. Go cards. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.